thanks for tuning in to Cam and the Rev and then there's Jeff. You can find us at Facebook and Instagram under Cam and the Rev and then there's Jeff. Listen to us at any major podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just to name a few. Got a great show coming up for you guys today. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> We're live. Are we live now? We are live now. You boys got the Okay. Okay. So <laughs> you just you push that button a little fast. There. I pressed the button, man. Right Look, this is where we're at. Gonna pull it. This is right where we're at. So just to kind of bring everybody up to speed, oh. we we're running just a little behind schedule. That feels good. Yeah, just we're running a little behind barely. schedule. That feels good. Now, there. That that feels good. It's Kyle's fault. <laughs> All right. It is my fault. And it's okay. It, it's okay, Kyle. It's okay. So, Definitely Kyle, it, you know, busy busy season around for for everybody. Like so, uh, Kyle is coming from a a wedding yeah. that he he was at, and and very graciously was able to fit in a recording of the podcast. So, uh, he he's coming straight from a wedding. I love weddings. He loves weddings. He looks like he just came out of the set of the Peaky Blinders. Oi, oi. <laughs> he, he really did. He walked in looking straight up like a White. like a 19, early 1900s uh, Italian yeah. New Jersey somewhere right, yeah. mafia. So the wedding I went to was much more gypsy than it was fucking Italian over here. Okay, there's one. There's one. <laughs> Hold on, I was trying to go for nothing. Yeah, he was going for nothing. So let, look, let, let's let's mention that real quick. So we we had quite a bit of, of, of feedback, um, you know, and, and opinions on <laughs> on Kyle. So we we were holding kind of an over under on f bombs from Mister Camarano. We we asked our our uh, everyone on social media to to see what they what they thought. So. The lowest that we got was a six from Amanda. Uh, Amanda really believed in Kyle. She does believe in me, and so she gave. She said six. Sal dropped in at ten. Oh, so Salvador said ten. Britt said thirteen. Oh man, and Jesus. then I feel like the highest number that we got, the highest number that we got, <laughs> we got, was Hannah who broke it down to a level. She said eight per hour. Whoa. So, like, not only – look, Hannah, okay, not only are you going to try to come in at the highest, but now you're trying to make us do math, too. Yeah. We're I mean, not – listen, it, we're not that smart. I don't – so so it, she's going to have to tell us – she's going to have to tell us, like, where where we were on on that because we're we're there's no way that by the time we get done with this podcast we're going to know how many like per hour no, that you've used. No. But anyway, she was she was a firm eight per hour uh on, on F word. So so we have been recording exactly three minutes and fifteen seconds and, and Camerano's already hit one. So it's just one. He he said he was going to try for zero, which I thought was a little ambitious. Okay. I did. I thought it was a little ambitious. It is. Um, I like the effort. The effort, the uh, the intentions were good, yeah, right? Absolutely. Uh, he went from look. I don't know that we could have counted in the first in episode zero where we were at, but then he came back and he he used less in episode one, 
right? I think we was finished, it less? It was less than episode zero. Yes, really? I, I really Dude, think so. Are we yeah. just speculating? Or no, I it's not. It's not a total. Okay, uh, it's here, an, here's it's an educated guess. If if you haven't, and and we and if you want to go back and listen to them again, but somebody <laughs> do us a favor and go and count. Yeah, episode zero and and point five. Yeah, count those count are, those as one. All right, those I'm biased, one. but I feel like they were neck and neck. And then let somebody listen to give one. Or take and, no, we know. we know how many in one, don't we? Yeah, eleven. Eleven was eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. a firm eleven. Now Kyle tried to talk his way out of one or two. Uh, and we didn't. I still he stand did. by those. He tried yeah. to like slide over them. Yeah. I still stand by those. Yeah. So you know, that's I. I think we. I think we're good with. Uh, I think we're good with eleven. I think eleven's a solid. Was a solid count. I don't think we need to to recount. But definitely in that episode zero and point five, we we don't know. It, I just it felt like a lot. It felt like a lot. The yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It wasn't it wasn't ideal. No, <laughs> right. It felt it wasn't ideal. It, it wasn't like, what I was shooting for. Okay, it felt so, like a lot. So Cam's been at a wedding. Cam's been at a wedding. Beautiful wedding. And I, he I, loves weddings. I love weddings. I Jeff, do. I'm not so fond of weddings. No, I am Jeff not so fond weddings. of weddings. I love weddings. They're beautiful. Look, the wedding I went to, um, this was a, uh, a couple that had been together, divorced, and then full circle, came back around, four kids. Wow. Um, and got married came, again? And got married again, bro. Well, you know they love each other if they're going to do it again. Beautiful. Beautiful, yeah, it's bro. it's kind of like the redemption story. It's, if you if you screw it up and get divorced, and then figure out, hey, you know what? We really do love each we other. We really do. You came Look, full circle. Absolutely, double down on it. Beautiful. I can it. see it, Jeff. What do you? I mean, hey, Jeff hates weddings. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> hey, I'm it, it worked for them. It, it, it's it does. Awesome. It does. And 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 you know, for the kids and the whole experience and everything for sure, everything, come sure. back full circle. Boom, we're here celebrating it again. Yeah. Um, I was really happy. I was really happy to see it. Um, you know, there there are people that were uh, you know, close to me. So it it was good to see them pull full circle. Yeah, absolutely. It was good. It was good, good stuff. stuff man. Good stuff. Yeah, Lots of uh, good scotch. Nice little cigar moment cuz I still got my stogie. Uh, I got food on the way and then um uh, no lighter, so I guess there'll be no more stogie. But um, it's a prop at this point. Right? It's a prop at this <laughs> point. I think I may have one here, but no worries. Um, <laughs> it was good. It was good. It's a lot of good scotch. Oh, oh, oh! Do we do the Facetime on the air? <laughs> it probably will not pick up in the mic. It won't. Oh, I can make it. This could be interesting. No, Solid no? Okay. All right, all right, all right. So Kyle's, Kyle's coming from a wedding. He, I'm going to give him a sorry been, can't talk. Yeah, sorry can't talk now. Want, want, want. Can you have a- I spent the first. Yeah, we don't. I don't have a want, want. We need a want, want. Because, we need something. Yeah, I mean, we've got an applause. Uh, we've just got a couple of others. Yeah, there's the applause. We got the, the, I like that one. The rim shot, and then we got the the fun the, our, our intro, and then another little little <laughs> that one's that one's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then I spent the morning at a track meet all morning until about three o'clock for Jordan and Uriah. That's fun in Heard County. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful day in Georgia today. I mean, it was sunny and uh, about almost eighty degrees. Almost by the 80, time. Yeah. That's my niece. That's a no. 
<laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Good call, sorry. guys. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you Look, went to so get a couple had, proms today. Uh, several proms in the in the county. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's graduation it's, and prom season. It's graduation season. and prom season. So I have, as I said, I've got two seniors right now that go to Mount Zion. They both are dating girls that go to Bremen. Um, so they – we not only is it – we're bad enough that I have two seniors and have to pay for two senior proms. <laughs> they have to find girlfriends that go to different high schools. So now I really have four senior proms or four proms that, that we have to do. So I have a question about that. Is yeah. it um, as expensive as the girls? The girls, it's way more expensive for the girls. Yeah, right. Way but you're doubling expensive. up because they have your boys get around. So they're like <laughs> more than one school prom. Yes. yes. So it's more than one. So, uh, yeah. And it, luckily, it's on back to back weekends. So the tux places, you know, we can rent a tux and a half, basically. Uh, they'll do a deal for you and just let us keep them for the whole week. So we picked it up Friday and we'll keep them until we drop them off after next week's prom. Uh, but yeah, then you got flowers, uh, you know, flowers for two different proms, pictures for two, two different proms, and yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But girls, man, girl, look, guys have have it very easy compared to girls because girls, I think the, that's, the dresses like are with outra- with outrageous. With, just talking about weddings and yeah, Excuse yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, weddings. The, the, the female side of it is definitely yeah, more, bro. Way. I think. Uh, um, uh, Jesse Moore, who just got married, uh, her dress was definitely more than all the groomsmen. I mean, oh, it was a yeah. beautiful dress. Yeah. You know, everything. Like, I mean, well, amazing. I mean, it's, it's the girl's day. It is. Right, right. Day. Like, we don't give a shit. No. Like, we definitely don't care. Like, put me a nice, something nice. Give yeah. me a nice, yeah. give me a nice tux. Give me nice, whatever. No, absolutely. Know? Yeah, yep. we're good. We're we good. are good. Yeah. And, and most of the time, most guys rent their tuxes anyway because they don't wear them very often. So, True. you know, it, it's you're talking $175 to rent a tux right now. Whereas, uh, what, what's top end? Because I'm about to pay for my daughters. Oh, bro. I don't, I, I've just kind of figured. It, it depends on, it, okay, look, it depends. Oh, it could shit. be upward seven, 800 bucks. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, really? Yeah, keep, well, hey, no F words right there. No, Jeff. there was no F words. I was good. I was literally Y'all can't keep. I was waiting. See, that's not fair. Now we're, now we're trying to <laughs> gaslight him into saying one. <laughs> we're Samuel, of course. Pretty boy when we need him. Yeah, so we had, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, no. Girls' dresses can be seven, eight hundred bucks if you get them. You can buy them used for like two. Uh, a lot of people God. do them used. You but, can't but do used. Just, can you? you can. No, you can't because they only wear them one time. Nobody's you gonna know. know. Yeah, it's just, my daughter's gonna know. She goes, "You gave me that for used dress." No, it's all about finding the right dress, Kyle. Okay. If she finds the right dress, you put know, a, put a tag on it. Yeah, but see, my 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 daughter knows she's a little Italian guinea brat. <laughs> so she knows that, like, she's supposed to tax me and all yeah. this kind of stuff. Like, she starts pulling pulling my card, you know? Yeah. 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 So they're, they're expensive. So girls girls have the dress, which is expensive. Mm. They have hair and makeup. Hair and makeup is a big one. They have nails. Yeah. Which is expensive. You know, yeah, hair and makeup's expensive. Carrie spent the whole day doing prom hair. She She had, like, eight or nine girls that she did uh, prom hair for. So. I think girls learn the whole, you know, taxing their fathers for money early for sure Uh, for sure you know when when mccoy uh was maybe third grade 
maybe no, probably second grade, <laughs> eight or eight or nine years old. Damn it, man! Eight or nine years old. At the school she was at, they would do Chick Fil A biscuits every Wednesday morning, <laughs> and they were like three bucks, you know, for a, a chicken biscuit. And the kids had to bring two or three dollars in. Mm-hmm. And this Wednesday morning, she was leaving, and her and Amanda were leaving early. And I said, "Hey, I said, uh, don't forget." I said, let me let me give you some some couple dollars for your chicken biscuit today. Without hesitation, she said, "Oh, I've, I already got it out of your wallet." <laughs> she was like eight, wow. and I said, "Oh, I said, well, what did you get?" And she's like, she pulls, and she goes, "Oh, she had a twenty. Yeah, well, yeah, I said a twenty. You I said it's a three dollar biscuit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're prepaying. Yeah, no, you're you're never getting any. There's no change. No, no, no change. No, you she might just, as well, look. Every time I figure it's either twenty or it's a hundred. Yes, took that's it, every took it time. Straight out of my wallet. Every time. Yeah. If I can get away with a twenty, I'm good. I was like, well, but other than that, it's hundred. Like, yeah, yeah, just like your mother. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. Hey. That one. There there, there's where we're at. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so it, it's it's crazy. It's prom season. So we, we rushed from track meet to prom. And uh, yeah, track meet to prom. And the, the, just it's it's crazy busy. Pictures two different places for this one. Next week's will be a little easier because it's Mount Zion. So we're, we kind of control right. a lot of it. So pictures are all being together. And, you know, it won't be quite as bad. But, yeah, man, it's busy season. Busy season. I got graduation coming up in a little over a month, I think. Uh, I get emotional just thinking about it, man. Yeah, a little I over do. a month. N- yeah, little never mind the, the scotch. It's just. It's a lot, oh, bro. Oh, man. It's yeah, well, we made it. I know. We made it. Yeah. We freaking made it. I don't want to say man. it yet. Yeah. I don't want to say we made it yet because it was this no, time we, last year that, bro, that we, we, made we it. struggled. We made it. <laughs> we made it, dude. Like, the first ones is different. Yeah. Then it's like by the skin of our teeth and we got to threaten people. Yeah. But the next ones, it's like you, they know what they're doing and they've seen the examples. For sure. It, 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 oh, man, we made it. We're here. We're right here at it. We get yeah. to enjoy it. it, it it's pure. Mm-hmm. It's honest. Like, Damn, did we make it, dude? Twelve, like oh, all yeah, the way bro. through elementary, middle, high school, all of it, dude. We made it. So what? All right. So Jeff, you've got a freshman, right? Yes. Is McCoy is freshman, and then Penn is nine. Nine. So second grade, third grade, third grade, third grade. Okay. So Kyle, what was the what was the wor- out of the three you know, elementary school middle school high school what was the toughest for for your kids <sighs> it's kind of gone in degrees um kind of the end of middle school mm-hmm. and the beginning of high school yeah that was that was the toughest because your your older two are girls right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so yeah well and, and and it's no secret man like middle school girls are mean yeah. I mean, they just are. oh elementary school girls they're, they're are just mean. vicious yeah I mean, so this was this is really what surprised me so the oldest three that of mine are boys and then uh you know which by far we struggled more in 
early elementary school than than any any other age for the boys. It it was the whole transitioning into learning, making you know that they can sit down and and behave in the class. That they're not trying to trip the teacher as the treat teachers going <laughs> sure, by. Sure. That they're not mooning kids in the hallway <laughs> in third grade. Yeah. You know, these are all things that you know that they even that, that they'll get on the bus when they're supposed to, yeah, and right. get off the bus when they're supposed. To. All those things are things we really struggled with with all the boys. With the boys, I'm starting to see some of that with yeah, all those things yeah, we, yeah. we struggled with. You know, just goofy. Paris was super easy through yep. elementary school. Yep. Like super, she was super smart. She's in gifted classes. Everything was easy, and then we hit middle school. The hormones. And it's, like, it's terrible, man. Bro, mi- what happens? The hormones. What happens to girls when they hit middle school? I don't know. Freaking mind. Like everything has went crazy. Sixth and seventh grade for us. Boy. It's like I'm walking through a land, a field of landmines, yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm just waiting on the next one to click under my feet. Dude, I think we could send a thousand 14 year old girls to oh. Afghanistan and end <laughs> terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> Just bro. send them anywhere. Those are going to wreak like, havoc. I mean, 13, 14, 15, that's like the. They're just brutal. Yeah, it's God. it's awful. Like, it's, they're. They, they're the, the amount of drama yeah. that I have had to deal with over the last two years. Sure. Because of middle school girls is just so far yeah. out of the. Not even on the same chart. Like they're not even in the same. They have different Excel spreadsheets. Well, no, because boys are dumb. I mean, we're dumb. Yeah, we're, at a certain can... level, we're dumb. Like now, we're not dumb as in like, oh, that's hot. Don't touch well, it. We're dumb as in sense of. But you think about this. I mean, you you probably experienced this growing up. I know I did. Uh, you know, you have a playground fight, and mm-hmm. your best yeah. friends the next day. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? I mean, Charles Marbury, Buddha, like no, we, we, yeah. yeah, same story. And Absolutely. and but with girls, this this drags on, you know. Well, and not only does it drag on, but in, then it's like cyclical. So they're best friends, and then they're enemies, and then they're best friends, <laughs> and then they're enemies, and then they're best friends, yeah. and then they're enemies again. Right. Well, it's like hold on a second, and then you get the 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 time or two where they trick you, because you think, oh, this is just a phase. They're just arguing for a day, and they haven't spoken in six months to each other now. Right. So it it's like you don't. It, everything's different and weird. Yeah. You know, it's not the you go on again, off again, on again, off again. You're like, okay, I'm in a nice little pattern here. Boom! I just stepped on another landmine, and now you know we hate. This girl, yeah, yeah, this yeah. we hate this girl. Not only do I hate her, but all of my little friend groups hates her. Yeah, too. I'm going to conspire yeah. against her. Yes, yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and and like we've been on both sides of that. We've been on the the where Paris is the girl that is hated, and the pair where Paris is you know part of the friend group that hates another. Well, why do you not like that? And girl? I'll tell you, that's tough as a parent. Yeah, yeah, you know because. Yeah. Because you want to be on their side. You you want to be on their side. You want to defend. You want to help them through it. You know, and at the same time, it's like, okay, let's don't put too much stock into this mm-hmm. because this is this whole thing could this whole narrative could change in You're a week. Twelve. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll change exactly. tomorrow. So twelve. Yeah. You know. No, it's tough because you you're you go from, you know, it, it could be any of those things. You know, being hated. Hating somebody like Paris 
Why don't you like that person? Because they did this one. Now, Gabby, wrong. And I'm just making up a name. There is no Gabby. Gabby's a good one, though. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're just, they did Gabby wrong. So I don't like them now because they talked to Gabby's, they cheated, all right, cheated on Gabby and her boyfriend, you know, so, which. It doesn't mean the why them. almost and yeah. as much as we want to put emphasis on the why, like the why almost doesn't matter. With the, why no, does doesn't matter. the why is going to change. But all yeah. this goes yeah. back to, you know, and, and this is something and I can't say we've always done this correctly, but teaching your kids to you know, treat others the way you want to be yeah. treated. Mm-hmm. Just, just be yeah. kind. Absolutely. Just treat Absolutely. others the way you want to just be treated. Just do what's, try to do the right thing. But, that's but right. Here's, just try to do the Here's right what thing. I've learned, if nothing else. At some level, it doesn't matter what I've taught them. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> true. Because oh, in, no, in, no, in boys moments, and girls. Boys and girls both. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I've taught them in moments. You know, as, as, a, as a whole, you know, in the grand scheme of things, when I'm looking back when they're in their 20s, I can say, yeah, you know, yeah, it matters what I've taught them. But there's moments where it doesn't matter if they know better and that they've been taught like this their whole lives. No. All that goes out the window because of teenage hormones <sighs> and, and, and fill, just craziness. Well, fill in the blank, whether it's teenage hormones or, you know, at some point, unfortunately, no matter how much we do to steer them and and teach them right from wrong, unfortunately, it is a roll of the Ooh, I almost, almost used one. Just one. I you you only one. have one. Let's- it's a roll of the dice. It is a yeah. roll of the dice. Like so much, I and mean, we you and, and but you the 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 crappy part of it is is that you you still have to do all those things. You still have to try to steer them and and ingrain like the foundational things that you you, you know need for them to to grow and 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 do the right stuff. And at the end of the day. <laughs> You're still just rolling the damn dice, and yeah. that is terrifying. Well, as a and father. I think like with with my kids, I mean, I'm right in the middle of it. You know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm literally in the fire. Yeah, um, of of raising kids, and you know, I'm I try to stay in tune with what's what they're going through, what they're dealing with, and I try to be. Um, you try to guide them in the right direction, and like you said, some things. You know, a lot of this you can't control, and I nope. and I just try to tell them, look, that more times than not, you know, just just walk away from it. Don't you know? Don't get caught a up. A lot of it don't is not get worth caught your time. up in the games. Don't get caught up in the he said, she said crap. Um, it doesn't matter. You know, just and I always try to tell. I, I don't. I mean, I've told McCoy, you know, a hundred times. Listen, a year from now. Five years from now, yeah, ten years from yeah, now, yeah. you're not yep. even going to remember this. Yep. Yep. This is Absolutely. this is not going to matter. Yep. You're not even going to know these people <laughs> ten years from now. No, no. In the issue, you won't. Right. You won't even it's, remember. It's, it's a big deal now. Wow. And but stay true to yourself. Yep. Do the right thing. Yep. And put your blinders on and keep moving. Yep. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, Nose to the grindstone. And just quit worrying about what people think. I mean, and that's easy to say as an adult. For sure, you know, it, it it's is, easy for us to say it and them to convey, like, to get it. Sure, but, but then putting it in practice is is something that's harder because well, and we're and, not there with them. And all you hear the time. about this, you no, hear about so many time too, and you hear about so many kids being bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and well, not just bullied, but how it affects you being bullied. 
Yeah. Like and, now, and, it, I feel like it affects you differently. Sure. Like, well, the, it's not just a physical bully. Like you know, you think about everybody thinks a bully. You think about the big kid, little kid yeah, on the right, playground. Right. You know, the give me your lunch money. Yeah, Man, stealing your milk money. But now oh, it's yeah. it's verbal. It mm-hmm. is it's uh, social. Uh, these these websites, you know, mm-hmm. social media. Um, mm-hmm. You know the 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 bullying there is is huge. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't stop. No. Whereas and, before and, you could get away from it, it was like from from the time you got to school to the time yeah. that you left. It's a, it's a lot harder, I think, to be a kid today yeah. than it was when we were young because like you said yeah that's right when you stepped off the bus until the next morning mm-hmm. you escaped all of it yeah mm-hmm. and now they're on social media they got cell phones well they in got some text. ways in some ways it's easier but in in that fact like it's it's hard like they they can't get away from it. if they if yeah, they right. have a phone and they have access to a phone and social media it's sure. it's harder because it's 24 7 so yeah. this is where that i i really the, the carrie and i made a decision you know, with, with Paris specifically, you know, the, the, the boys, again, the boys weren't the, they didn't have the drama. They weren't, they weren't like super engaged in social media. Mm-hmm. You know, none of them are, are really, you know, really, really engaged to where they, they spend a lot of time on social media. I mean, they're, they're, they're boys. They, and they, they're, they're of all athletic. So they, they really don't have time for it. So they go from sport to sport, to sport, practice to work, to, you know, they just go right. Well, Paris, when she, you know, one, she was late getting a phone. So she didn't have a cell phone until sixth grade. So we thought, okay, you know, the boys, uh, you know, most of her, all of her friends had phones. Like they, they have phones now in elementary school. In, in oh, yeah. Third, so we didn't Third, do that. fourth, fifth grade. We, and we didn't do that either. Uh, and then we thought, okay, middle school, she's sixth grade. That now would probably be a good time for her to have a phone. She's starting to get into practices and school sports. Right. So now would be a good time for her to, you know, if we can get in touch with her, we can text her about who's picking her up, all those kind of things, logistically, basically for us. So we got her a phone, and I am pretty tech savvy, okay? I I know – I, I have a f- oh, good you're grasp. The, you're the man. I'm Jamie, yeah. right? I'm, you're I'm like, a motherfucker. Yeah. Ah, too. That yeah, was, that one wasn't even worth it. Uh, no, yeah, it no was, that was full of just Samuel L. Jackson. That, you wasted L. that one. So, Keep but going. but I, uh, you know, I'm I'm very engaged with social media and and kind of in tune with what's going on. But you are, um, and so I thought, okay, well, I can I can regulate, right? I can I can track it. I can make sure she's doing what she's supposed to do. There's a ton of tools that are really good. Um, so we tried it and we gave her, we got her an iPhone and we went down that road and it spiraled out of control so fast, really so fast with Paris. Like she got sucked in hard to social media and was spending all the time on there. And then, you know, TikTok culture and, you know, dancing and, it's the and instant gratification, instant gratification Man. stuff. And then next thing you know, she's friends with people who we have no idea who they are. Mm. Yeah. She doesn't know who I, who they are. Yep. Yep. She's just friends with them. Yep. And, and they're liking pictures of hers and videos of hers. Nope. And so we we went full like not just That's pull tough. the reins. That's tough. We took the horse and put it in the barn. Yeah. We're like, okay. 
let me have that phone. Yeah, that's and, tough and love, and that's what and that's what you and should it, do. And it wasn't necessarily that she was even doing anything wrong. No, it's for, for she her was protection. just getting sucked yeah. in yeah. so much. Yeah. And it's so dangerous right now, and it's so normal for kids to do stuff like that. But the difference right there is, is you are a parent, not a friend. Oh, absolutely, for sure, and, absolutely. And and what we're and I think a lot of that in today's society is the problem is that, and I'm not a parental expert, but parents want to be friends. Yeah, they I want to be your buddy. They want to be your yeah. buddy because yeah, they I'm think, not well, your buddy. If no. I'm your friend, if I'm your buddy, then you'll tell me stuff and you'll share yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's, no, that's, no. that's, 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 no. that's baloney, man. Yeah. You got you got to be no, the parent. I, I'm not here to be your yes man. No. no. Uh, I'm no. not here to be your yes man. So, I'm not your buddy. I'm not your I'm not your bro. No. Yeah. You know what so I mean? we we went through all that, you know, and the rest of the 6th grade year went with no phone. And then, you know, it starts needing to be practical again for her to have a cell phone. So we found a phone that I don't even remember the name of it, uh, but basically you can't get social media on the phone. It, it's an Android phone, mm. so it's an Android clone uh, of some sort. You can't get any social media. You can't send and receive pictures. You can send and receive text messages, but not pictures or videos, which is another just really dangerous piece as they're as these kids are discovering their bodies and who they are. And they're exploring, you know, who they are sexually sure. and, and, you know, get idiot little boys want to send idiot little girls pictures. Dick and, pics. Yeah. That's what they want to send them. And, I, I've got one that's grown. Hey, yep, Jeff, you're going to get them. Um, yeah. I got one that's grown. I got one that's about to graduate. They, they send them dick pics. And then they want to see pictures fr- of the girls. If you were an arm's length of me, buddy, uh, I... Yeah, it's 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 dumb, and and so that was a really big feature for us with this phone was that you couldn't not only could you not get on social media, uh, you couldn't send or receive pictures. What was the phone? I, I'll, I'll find it. I, Carrie found it. It's still a smartphone. It, it's still an Android. It's not like a flip no, phone. No, no, it's still an Android. It's it looks like any Android. Just very Android phone. limited in its it's function. Very limited in in what you can do. On uh, really? Okay, yeah. And I love it. Okay? Yeah, so yeah. it is the it is. I still very, want to be able to know where you're at. Yeah, I still she want to can be still in text touch us. With you. Yeah. She we, still call so us. We need to p- figure that out for the next episode. Yeah, because that's going to be something that that it's people useful. would, would yeah, like. Sure. To know. We'll, we'll definitely share because that. like your kids. Yes. You know they're very active. They have yes. They have sports. They have yep. you know fill in the blank. They have a lot of stuff going on. Yes. You, you want them to be active. Yes. Idle hands. You yep. know and all For that sure. like you uh, devil's playground. You know you do what you want. You want them to be active. So you yep. want to be able to you know. Be and on I top don't. Of all I, that. I, I'm not even anti cell phone in that. Like I, I want my kids to be able to communicate with other kids too. Yeah. You know I I I want them to be able to have a phone. But the way they communicate. Because they are, they're young, and their their minds aren't developed, and they don't know. They make stupid decisions at this age, mm-hmm. right? So I don't need to give them an an unlocked key, you know, unlocked door to the world with the internet, with Man. what you can what you can access on the internet uh, in dangerous. the palm in the no. palm of their hand. So that was why it was really good for us. But I, I'll tell you another little just experience. Talked about talking about like social media and people living, you know, and some of the dangers there and the bullying aspect of it. So Carrie and Paris started a joint TikTok account on Carrie's phone. So Paris, one of the things she really wanted to do was do TikToks and dances and stuff. So like part, all of them. Yeah. So part of the the compromise with her, and some of them are great. They're hilarious. They're for fun. sure. 
uh, with her was, you know, we didn't feel comfortable with her having a TikTok account on her phone, and obviously this new phone she can't. Um, but the it was uh, her and Carrie would have a joint TikTok, and it, it's I don't even remember the name of the account. Uh, nah, that they have. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Send it. Yeah. You don't don't go look at it. It's dumb. Um, <laughs> and and they do just you know funny little dances and stuff. So, but but like. On the first or the second video, you know, so Paris isn't a skinny girl. Paris is is big. She's she's not fat. She's very just she's built very solid. She takes more after me than she does her mom. Yeah, for sure. She but she's, she's athletic. She's very athletic. Yeah, I've seen her she she's had choke very girls athletic. in here and she's, with very little training. Yeah, she's yeah. very athletic. She you know, she played softball, she mm-hmm. she ran track, track did, did yep. shot put and discus. Yep. Um, you know, she's trained jujitsu. She's she's done a lot of things. She is very athletic. She's got three older brothers. She's got three older brothers. She, yeah. she loves lifting weights. She nice. she loves lifting and and that's something that she's uh she's gotten it really into this year with their, their new uh uh one of their new coaches down there at the middle school is really promoting positive weight training and well lifting. that's a good change and, of pace because oh, Angelina yeah. didn't get that. No, I'm about they, to kill a guy. They are doing a great job with it. Um, he's awesome. actually he's one awesome. of the one of the assistant high school football coaches and and he's he's uh, a teacher at the middle school but you know telling teaching him how to lift and w- what to lift and she's fell in love with it so any anyway she's not a skinny scrawny girl skin and bones she she's got some substance to her well in one of those first videos it you, there was a comment from some anonymous Named uh, account, yeah, right? Cheeto finger eating yep. motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, three. <laughs> it's so disappointing. It is. It's so disappointing. Thank you, Jeff. It's the, so disappointing. Look, guys, I'm trying to do y'all right. Look, that's okay. that's just three. It's okay. less than eight an hour, Hannah. We're we're over a half hour. He's only at three, so we're we're they're, good. They're so organic. So, uh, yeah, got on there, and made some comment about. Before you guys do any dances or something, somebody needs to put that girl on a diet, and she's you know she's fat. Crap! Just people never would say in front of your face. Would never say in front of my. I know they wouldn't say it in front of my face. I'm six four, three hundred forty pound black belt. Your face. They're, would be they're, no more. they're they're never. They will never say that to me. But they wouldn't say that in in front of Jeff, who's a. a well, most of them wouldn't say in front of her. Well, they're just, they're just or, or, saying in front of her. And that's exactly right. Or yeah. uh, say it, in front it, of that 12-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah that's you exactly know? right. Because they, they are uh, the they're shoot, absolutely shoot they're absolute cowards, but they, they thrive and just bully and do nothing but try to make people feel terrible about themselves. And somewhere <laughs> they think... <laughs> Well, it goes back to uh, the thing I sent the other day with Mike Tyson. And he said, quote from Mike Tyson, he said, social media made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. I don't have a key. Leave me a key. Huh? I'll be right back, gentlemen. All right. All right. Good deal. We had a little little break in the action here. Looking good, mama. (laughs) <laughs> M- Mrs. Cam Yeah But uh, yeah So sorry about that uh, But yeah Mike Tyson Said social media 
has made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting mm-hmm. people and not getting punched in the face for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and there's a but people just feel so empowered to say yes. what they want to, you know, the old keyboard warrior. Well, there's no consequence no. to it. And it's just like the same way with a car. People yes. feel so empowered inside the cage yes. of a car, they would never say that to your face standing in the line at the grocery store. No, and, and it's funny. I was just talking to somebody about this today. And the the aptitude of a normal person being able to fight also now seems like it's gone through the floor. And they are so they are so there's not fights anymore right no. No, it's not allowed you're not it's it's socially unacceptable to get in a fist fight no now even they want as to, kids they want to ruin your uh they want to ruin you financially they want to yeah. cancel you they want to destroy you online and turn everyone against you yeah well even of, even as kids like high schoolers get in fights there's a chance they're going to jail oh they're calling the cops like that never happened when no. I was in school. No, like not at that all. never. I mean, the, the most you were getting suspended. No, you know, yeah. if you got caught in the act of hey, fighting, it's not even high school. That, yeah, that takes no, place that's even right. all the way down to elementary school. And that that's bizarre it to is. me. It is, but it's yet bizarre. I have I have still told uh, told my own son. I've said, listen, you know, if if you're getting picked on, absolutely, and someone swings on you, pushes you, you yep. defend yourself. You one hundred percent. You know, you may get in trouble with the teacher, but you're not going to get in trouble with me. No, we've always had that that stance, and and my kids have we've I've never had to go back to my kids and and you know talk to them and parent them about being bullies no. uh, or or anything like that. I've never had it. it it's I, they've all knew how to fight. They've all knew how to take care of themselves when when they were little. And, you know, yeah, they've had to – it's had to, had to happen a couple times. Like Uriah is – of the three boys, he's he's by far the smallest of the three. And Uriah was a late bloomer as far as size goes. So he was way smaller, way under, you know, 70 pounds when right. he was still in sixth grade. And there was a time where somebody was bullying Uriah uh, in sixth grade. And, and Uriah, there was nothing he could do about it. Um, well, there's something Jordan could do about it, right? So that Jordan, oh, I remember that. Yeah, one. yeah, your daughter was was in the same she room. Was a witness of this, <laughs> she witnessed it. The boy got a business. Yeah, so Jordan stands up to this kid for Uriah, and they get in a fist fight. Jordan is piecing this kid up, you know, hitting him in the face, and all of a sudden Uriah comes out and takes this kid's back like a spider monkey and rear naked chokes him and puts him out. And like drops him to the <laughs> drops him to the floor. The only thing that saved us in all that is everyone thought Uriah didn't know what he was doing. They didn't know that he you know knew jujitsu at all or anything. Can we talk about this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we're good now. It's been <laughs> six years, and he's getting ready to graduate. I think we're good. So yeah, they didn't know that. They thought he just jumped on his back and and didn't realize the kid went all the way out. Well, the boy started it, right? Oh, absolutely. He started it, was picking on Uriah, shoved Uriah, and Jordan stepped in and said, oh, no, you're not going to pick on Uriah. And then Uriah says, well, hey, if you're if you're going to pick on me and, and fight my brother, you're going to fight both of us. And and it went really, really bad for the kid, you know. And, well, and But look, lesson learned. Yeah, and the lesson kid, learned. You know, Another reason to sign your kids up. <laughs> sign your kids up. Seven twenty eight Bankhead <laughs> Highway. Integrity BJJ. Yeah, that's Couch right. In Georgia, first, first three classes are free. First three are free. 
So yeah, but kid, kids are kids are bullies, and, and they don't think anyone's going to be physical with them, and, and they hide behind that stuff. But it makes parenting much more difficult because it's it's a lot of emotional parenting that you're, you're having to do, and not just it, it's easy to parent against a bully. Yeah, to me, you know, it's nuts and bolts. It's something that's been being done. My dad did it for me. His dad did it for him. It's the whole, you know, don't let him bully you. You know, don't just take it. Stand up for yourself, and then they'll quit. Nobody punks you. Yeah, yeah, nobody punks you. That's right. But it's different now with social media because people can punk you, and you don't even know who it is. Well, they can, and they can hide, and they can be sneaky. Well, my oldest, she had a a situation where um, her junior year, yeah, had to be her junior year, uh, she had a girl. And um, my oldest was very short in her response because I saw the whole thing. Um, you know, the, the the girl was threatening her, and you won't do this, and you're this, and you're that. And my daughter was very short. Okay, we'll see. Yep, gotcha. And that was pretty much the gist of it. And then when she rolled up on her, you know, obviously it was a different story. And then, unfortunately... My daughter pressed the issue <laughs> and then ended up whooping the shit out of the girl, basically, is the long story. Uh, but, you know, these little savages, they had a vine made of it within 15 minutes, you know. So, but the, I told her, I said, look, I said, I understand where you're coming from. And the reality of it is that you were justified. But that's not how it looks like on video. It looks right. like you just rolled up. There's no context. There, it right. just looks like you rolled up on this girl and whooped her ass. Like, right. Like damn, kid, <laughs> we got to do better than that. Sure, like you gotta you gotta take these things in into consideration for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, now you everyone's got a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Everyone's recording everything, and and it's hard to be it's it's hard to to just have a a school fight, uh, a fist fight anymore for sure. without without everybody knowing, everybody seeing the video, and then kids because kids are idiots, and they, they share the video with everybody and they post savages. The video. And and then it's not very long until teachers have it, and then the administration has it, and then they they are with their hands are tied at so many levels. They have to do something. Sure, it's not even that they that they want to. A lot of times, it's that they have to because of the way society is. And if they don't do something, and something comes back, or somebody decides to sue, then it's their job. Sure. It's on, on right. the line. Yeah. You know, right. they're the ones that are going to get fired and sued and named in lawsuits. And, you know, it, and it makes it really – it's this really tough, like, vicious circle uh, that, that is happening in society right now. But what I think that a lot of it does is it makes the the ones that, that know how to handle themselves, that, that don't back down, it, it makes them stand out more. Sure. And, and makes them better. Well, you know, and the ones that are trained, they understand the consequences of, of a violence. Yes. Like they understand like the, the, the problem that occurs whenever like things become physical. Yes. So they understand the outcome because they have themselves been choked or beaten, you know, they know the, the, the the hammer and the nail dynamic there, you know? Yeah. And it's it's actually something that was brought up on, on social media. Uh, let me, let me try to find it real quick. Um, in one of our one of our topics, and it was Kevin, I think. Yeah, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Oliver trains trains here, white belt. 
and he says he said it, he said I love that I'm training a martial art and I still don't want it don't want to get into an actual fight uh, don't want to get in an actual fight and, and I, I think that's that's it's it's I have seen it you know and more than just him and Kevin's a, a, a white belt probably been training about the same time as you Jeff right yeah, about fifteen I think months. So. You know, um, 15 and a half. 15 and a half months. Yeah, Kevin's over a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 15, three months. Yeah. 15 he and I came months, in right about the same time. Two weeks, early, three early, days, early and 22. one class. Exactly. Um, like three minutes, yeah. seven seconds. <laughs> so, but, but that's not uncommon, that, that feeling that because the more you know how to fight, the less you want to fight. Because you know the consequences of it. And the less you find yourself in fights, because a lot of it just comes down to how you carry yourself, you know, and, 100%. you know, and people knowing that you know how to fight. I don't know how many times, you know, that, that the boys have told me uh, about situations they've gotten into. And, and I was like, well, you know, normally would have ended up in a fight. And I said, well, what happened? You know, why'd they, why didn't that kid say something to you? Oh, well, he knows I can, he knows I'd, I'd beat him up. You know, I'm a, I'm a wrestler. I, I know jujitsu. I can fight. You know, so he knows. So they're not. They don't want anything to do with it. They, they don't want that trouble. Yeah. Don't want to ride that train. No, they don't. Yeah. Want, they don't want. It's not worth it. Risk reward's not there. Yep. Right. Well, you know, and I, I think too, the older you get, you know, you you want to avoid those situations as much as possible. You know, that's always I think a last ditch effort. You know, it's a. That's a last resort, you know. If it's uh, if you can if you can walk away, walk away. There's nothing good gonna come from no. from a physical altercation unless you just have to get in. Well, let me say, I absolutely loved fighting growing up. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I I I would never say very much like what everybody kind of shared. You know, it was you know don't ever be the bully. Don't don't ever be bullied. Don't ever get don't pumped. start it, but finish don't it. start it. But you can finish it. You know, I grew up. My dad was a boxer. You know, so I grew up fighting and boxing, and and knowing in in fighting in and of itself. Not even talking getting into the jujitsu aspect of it. Knowing how to throw a punch. Yeah. If you know how just to throw a nice one two straight punch, that that That's keep your hands up in know. front of keep your hands in front of your face. Throw a nice one two. Straight, straight punch and know how to throw that punch you are you are better than than almost anybody that you're ever going to get in a fight with because if you ever watch fights of kids it's terrible it's awful they don't know how to fight no and, and no it's it's horrific it, it's it's awful it's clearly like you had all this coming into it that yeah. you really wanted to fight and then when yeah it comes like, up to it, it's like <sighs> really you, you i saw you a video this? yeah i saw a video that the boys showed me uh, of a fight and it's it's been a few months ago and and uh that that happened at their school and these kids it almost looked like they were trying not to fight they were throwing a ton of punches none of them were anywhere close to landing to anything well it's they probably were the first time they've ever done it. Understanding real I violence and wanting to inflict real violence is much different than and like, it, it I'm really just fight it you. looked like you know, a lot of the jiu-jitsu community will know capoeira, which is is like this Brazilian dance fighting art. Okay, so it, it's 
uh, is very popular in Brazil, and, and it's very fluid, and it's just flowy, and it's dancing. It's as much aerobic, and, and uh, we had one instructor that, that would, would every now and then make us do capoeira. Was he, know. though? Yeah, oh, no, he wasn't. He wasn't we had we had we had somebody that that was over our gym. <laughs> Not time. this gym. Not this gym. Over a gym we trained at coming up. Anyway, but it it looked like they were just like sashaying back and forth, left and right. They they were they were at about a thirty degree lean backward. Both of them leaning away from each other, and like full windmill. You know, <laughs> you know, duck duck on a pond. You know, just flail in their hands. And their fists weren't getting anywhere close. And they went around and around and around like that for about 45 seconds. And then, bam, here comes a teacher, grabs them, tackles them, <laughs> takes, oh, yeah. takes them down. Which, oh, if you got a PE coach, he's waiting <laughs> on that say, day, yeah. boy. He's yeah. waiting on it's that. It's tackling drill he's today, waiting on the boy. day he can him one of your ass. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah, so if they I don't know how to coach, fight. I would. Yeah, absolutely. It, for sure. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, yeah, they, they don't know how to fight. Up. So if you knowing how to fight and knowing what it is, I think takes away a lot of it. That one you don't you don't want to fight mm-hmm. because you know that how how close it is that that you could get you you could get seriously injured or killed. Well, and something we talk about with uh like uh wor- real world scenarios with self defense and civilians, um, if you know you can up the ante. So you mm-hmm. can green light somebody to go further than what you went. Mm-hmm. So if I just took you down and tried to punch you in the face, but you got up, and then all of a sudden I don't want to play no more, yep. like, nah, man. Like, they're going to come at you with everything they got. Sure. But they, um, you know, the, 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 the real-world scenario side of it, like understanding, like, violence and things like that and understanding, like, what it takes to inflict violence usually keeps you from, if you're a decent person, like, keeps you from wanting to do it. Like, it, it keeps you from, like, I yeah. can honestly say as an adult that for sure I have backed out of more fights than I've gotten into. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's that's seven years of bouncing in clubs and venues. Um. Yeah, you don't really get into them on the mat. You know, you're training. Most people in, in the jiu-jitsu community, they, they understand, like, what we're doing. So, and then, like, just being out and about in, in the real world, I have definitely backed out of more fights than I've gotten into, for sure. Like, And, and I would say that it. the majority of them, there's very few situations that you are going to be forced yeah. Yeah, to you get could, into. You could absolutely no situations you absolutely. can get away from. Absolutely, uh, yes. Absolutely. I mean, I've heard Jocko talk about this. You know, yep. and everybody knows he's this guy's alpha. You know, oh yeah, no, kill beast. people with his bare hands, right? And and he <laughs> has said, you know, my my first response is I'm going to walk away. Yep. I'm going to yeah. run. S- you know, I'm going to get away. Guy, spare him. Just get, it's it, not worth it. No, and you don't know. And the same thing you see in the uh, police department. So we work with a lot of of, uh, of our local police department. So uh, a lot of our um, the local FTOs are mandated to the to Integrity BJJ, so we we work through them with their fundamental foundational type stuff. So, um, you know, you can de-escalate. You know, sure. the whole thing is de-escalate. Try to try to try to try to calm things down the best you can. Right. You know. Let Let me ask you, and kind of kind of changing gears a little bit. Um, you know, I'm obviously we've talked about I'm a white belt. I've been doing this for you know over a year and. You guys are both uh, just got your first stripes, 
on your black hey, belt. Yep. Um, and this is something I'd like to ask both of you, but and I think this is something that a lot of our listeners that are in the BJJ world could benefit from. But um, what is something that I'll start with you, Mark? What What is something that as a as a as a black belt? What is something that you wish you would have known? as a white belt or what is something that you wish you would have done differently as a white belt? So I, I came, when I came into jujitsu, I've said before, I, I came in with a very open mind of, I didn't know any grappling whatsoever. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't wrestle when I was, uh, when I was in school, I didn't do anything on the ground whatsoever. It was terrible except for some arm bars in a basement. Okay. Um, so I, I came in with nothing. I was a big guy. So I learned the, the lesson that I wish I would have known initially, uh, I learned pretty quick and, and that was to be comfortable on your back. Um, you know, I, I, as a big guy coming in, it was natural to me to want to be on top and to want to be to because it's easier to dominate if you're on top it's easier to smash right gravity's working in my favor uh, i'm a big guy so um it, it's easy for me to dominate on top of it. but i i learned that late in my white belt but it, it was still we're talking about a year in um you know so by the time i hit my blue belt i was working a lot of guard work you know i was six foot four 300 plus pounds but I was trying to work close guard and open guard and, and work you know, my lapels and not work what would be easy to me. So the biggest thing that I wish I would have known, and even not even black belt back to white belt, but was later in white belt to early white belt, is go on your back. And that's actually something that I told Uriah, my, my youngest son, who, who's wrestled, and he's done the least amount of jujitsu of any of my boys. You know, Jordan's a blue belt. Sam's a purple belt. Uriah had trained maybe five times in his life. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, hadn't hadn't really up until just recently hadn't trained jujitsu at all. Lots of wrestling. Lots of wrestling though. Yeah. He's wrestled wrestled a lot. Did off season wrestling. Did USA wrestling. Did you know was a state qualifier as a freshman uh, in in at one oh six and you know was state qualifier every year. So you know. It's he's done a lot and had has offers to to go to college to wrestle yep, up up yep. to the D two level, yep. um, multiple D two offers. So yeah, it, it's he wrestled a lot and and he he decided to come into jujitsu, and so he we were trying to get him ready for his first jujitsu competition. Uh, he wanted to compete here locally uh, when when they had that one tournament here locally. So he wanted to compete. Thought it would be cool and fun just to compete here in his hometown. So he did, I think, three classes. <laughs> I think three, two or three classes. Now I'm going to try <laughs> not to use one of my F bombs. Yes. But he did go against a blind kid. <laughs> and the, the blind kid beat him. And the no, blind kid your eyes beat him. good. But that kid's legit. That kid's no. That kid's blind, bro. But he does good. He does did. he? I don't okay, know. Okay, so Uriah, Uriah did three bro. classes. <laughs> four. 
Oh, that, you did. You I said it. freaking. I didn't say it. Are you Play sure? it back. I Are swear you sure? to God. <laughs> I, 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 I said I, I thought I heard freaking. I Jeff, said freaking. Okay. Jeff was quick freaking. on the trigger. Okay. Three. I'm standing okay. Okay. hard I'm, on We're, we're going to give you that one. Right, we're going to give you, you that one. So you're, I did three thank classes and then you. then jumped into a jiu-jitsu competition. Um he went out in his first match had as and he went into so he's still a teenager he's still 17 so but they bumped him up to the adult white belt division and his first match was a guy who was probably <laughs> late 20s oh god it's terrible i felt so bad so, <laughs> so i just i i only bring it up to give him crap so he trains harder yeah, Uriah was late, late twenty, or this guy was late twenties. Uriah's a teenager, and he he had three jujitsu classes. So we're going to lean heavily on on our wrestling for Jeff. sure. Give me back you exposure. Know, just take them down, get to their back, and it was a submission only tournament. Yep. If it was a points tournament, we we would have just taken them down and 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 grinded them out for the five minutes for that sure. it was going to be, and and win on points. So, but it was submission only. So he had to submit. He had to submit somebody. He couldn't just take him down and and you know win the round. This poor guy, the first guy that he got, came out and Uriah within the first twenty seconds, Uriah had to hit a duck. Yeah. To the back. Yeah. A huge mat return lift and planted this guy on his face. Threw a leg in, and one leg had rear naked choked this. Oh, he latched. Was was on everything that we want. every yeah, every, it was, everything it was that we want. Beautiful. Get the it back. Was, strangle. You know, yeah. Duck. Super duck into <laughs> back control. Lift. Turn and and you know in wrestling you have to you have to put them on the mat if you have an arm trapped you have to put them on the mat to the to the side that you don't have the arm trapped so if you have their right arm trapped you have to return them so that their left arm so can that catch they can them. post yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. they can post jujitsu doesn't have those nope. rules nope. so he had an arm trapped on this guy from the back and matt returned this joker onto his face <laughs> and it, it was vicious and and you know it was quick it was efficient mm-hmm. um you know straight to the back and choked and the guy was deer in the headlights. Like, what just happened to me? Word. I'm in the white belt division, and this guy, this kid, at the time he had blonde, bleached blonde hair. Bleached blonde mullet. Mullet. Mullet mohawk Because <laughs> he's just coming out of wrestling yeah, season. Full. So he bleached his hair blonde with a mullet. <laughs> and, and, you know, had, had a me and sam was in the corner yep, and yep, as big brother you know, in big brother in the corner and and all these people around watching him and i don't know this guy i, I felt bad so <laughs> yeah and uriah didn't feel bad until after the match and then he looked over there this guy just standing there with his like hands out to his coach <laughs> going I, I don't know what just happened I, uh, shout what, out to our local competitors what am i supposed to do with that <laughs> So he won his first yeah. match, and then hey, look if you're in thirty miles of us, as far as uh, other gyms, yeah, your your coaches that suck. kid that kid uh, that kid trained for three days. Whatever. Yeah, he trained for three. That's whatever. That's whatever. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, it's, I don't know if that makes nothing, but uh, so, so, you know what I'm saying, man. My guys are doing for like three days, and they're choking. So out, they whatever after charge the- you one twenty five, you know, charge you one twenty five. Go ahead. 
<laughs> so after the match, they the the coach and and the competitor that just got choked out, you know, shook your eyes hand. It's like, man, you're really good. And this is always the this is always the question they ask you. You know, it's it's if you're yeah. a big guy, it's how much do you weigh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you if you beat if you win a match and you're a big guy, it's bro, you're really strong. You're what do you strong. weigh? You what have do no you weigh? technique because you must you be strong. Yeah. What do you weigh? And if you're not a big guy, it's how long have you been training? Yeah. Okay. Those are the two questions that and anybody. And they asked your eye how long you've been training. So they asked your eye how long he's been training. And your eye like went. Huh. Uh, I think I did three classes, bro. This week I've been training, <laughs> sir. This week because it's a sub only. It's a local tournament, and three you just got classes. strangled. I don't he know what you've been. I don't know what you've been paying, <laughs> but uh, I bet you've been training for six months and you've been no, paying he, your bro, dues year and a half. Uh, and the see? guy probably didn't even believe him. Buddy had been training. No, year, I'm well, sure he, did. Uh, he still won't. He, he still, still won't. probably he, don't. He, <laughs> can, he can hear this today. He still won't. Hear he still probably won't. Here, and so I, I hear Oversell this. Sell your room, why don't you? I hear this exchange right of of back and forth with Uriah <laughs> and this other coach. And the coach looks at me because I was sitting in the you know I was the the coach's chair on the other side. <laughs> so the coach looks at me like, bro, are, are, what are you, are you gonna let this kid just lie to us like that? So all I could do i smiled i shrugged and i nodded i was like yep he's, he's only taking wrestling, he's man. only taking he's three just, classes i said so, wrestling what do you want i said to buddy you? is a wrestler so anyway back to your question <laughs> let me circle full circle back because <laughs> i'll go in baby. yeah it's yeah, full yeah. circle back to your question so when uriah after that tournament yeah uriah got into the next match and he was out jujitsu by yes it was a blind kid but he trains at a legit school okay he does a lot of tournaments too. He does a lot of tournaments, and, he does. and I'm he does just a lot of competition. Crap just no, because we, look, I want him to train hard. So yeah, and I've got another really cool story about your eye. But speaking of giving your eye crap, everyone loves giving your eye crap for sure. But he got out jujitsued in his second match. It was a blind guy, blind kid, so he he couldn't do the same dynamic wrestling stuff that he did because he have to start you know engaged right, and he he didn't want to just be that guy and blast double a blind he was guy. he was being chill so he was chill so and, he did, and, but he did get out jujitsu he did he took yeah. the kid down uh you know shot a little single you know off of off the the tie that they had him and ended up in close guard and had to fight through the close guard position which is not a position that he was comfortable with no it's 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 so it's, it's a hurdle for us he right went now. yeah and, and for three days of class yeah. which you've never yeah. done jujitsu yeah. you know close guard is you know and this kid is guy trains a lot and, and you're thinking pressure yeah, drive forward all the things, all, that, all the things yeah. that wrestlers do and and so Uriah took him about six minutes. I think it was almost the end of the match, but before Uriah actually got submitted, but lost to that kid. So after coming out of that tournament, Uriah is like, "Hey, you know, he took about a week, and he's like, hey, Dad, look, listen, I, I really, I love jujitsu. I, I liked, I liked what I, what I experienced. I liked the tournament. I liked training. I was like, hey, man, music in my ears. Come on, yeah. you know, let's come train. And he's like, okay, so what should I work on? I said, well, look, your wrestling is great. Okay, we can we can wrestle all day long. I said you need to work your guard. You, and wrestlers notoriously do not. I no, mean, you go to your back. Allowed, you go to, to your back, back. You run laps. Like right. Newton, <laughs> Newton wouldn't even let his wrestlers. Newton is it was uh, Uriah and Jordan and Sam was actually Sam's coach and Jordan and Uriah's coach. Their freshman. Shout year. out to Newton, man. Hell yeah. of a coach. Newton wouldn't even let his kids lay on their back 
<laughs> when they were taking a break <laughs> because Damn. they should never be comfortable on their back. They had to lay on their side or sit on their knees. Sure. It, it was you, – you don't lay on your back. Like, I've seen him grab kids in the bleachers at wrestling tournaments who were trying to sleep in the bleachers who were laying on their back and yell at them for laying on their back. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's awesome. fantastic. It's That's great. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so, you know, I told Uriah when he wanted to train, look, train off your back. Be comfortable on your back. And that was something for me that took a year, but it was, for me it was a year too long to learn. Mm-hmm. It is, and that's something that when Kyle came in, I, I, I shared with Kyle. You know, I was a blue belt when Kyle started training. Mm-hmm. He came in, and, and that was probably one of the first things that I told him is, is get comfortable on your back. For sure. See, and that is something that I, would, I wouldn't mind, and maybe I could – you know, that's probably something I need to focus on, like in a private lesson or something. But mm-hmm. I sell privates. I do privates. I know. I know. Who talked about he that? does sometimes, but I do them all the time. So but, it's whatever. <laughs> but, whatever. you know, learning Make some attacks okay. from your back. Yeah. You know, learning learning mm-hmm. some attacks from well, and guard. They, and, make, uh, and maintaining guard. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Um, you know, I, I mean, the two things come to mind that we've worked on is, um, you know, I, th- I think you taught um, – I don't. I don't even know what you call this, but uh, where you create space and you cross collar and then you like punch them across. You always talked about how they always drop their chin. Oh, cr- for the uh, cross collar choke. Cross- yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. They, you know they just they always kind of lay their head on your forearm mm-hmm. and then you kind of come over mm-hmm. with the other and you get a, in a cross collar. But yep. and I know the, the 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 audience, you can't see what I'm sitting here trying to do, but um, I'm I'm sure I'm screwing it up, which I probably. Same way I do on the mat. No, no, but, no I mean, it's I not far off. No, like yeah. you're but essentially that's, that's a good one. You're yeah. essentially trying to maintain guard. You're getting a cross collar grip, so this would be gi specific. And what you're doing is you're creating an angle where you're uh, punching the grip across in order to grab your uh, your cross collar grip. So you have right. you're you're xing your hands for those that don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm grabbing across your collar. I'm punching you across to create an angle, and then I'm reaching basically uh, uh, over your head in order to grab a collar, and then I'm going to strike. Yeah, I actually got caught in one of these this week. Here by who? Who did it? Who did um, it? Who did it? Who did it? Who actually, did it? it was Sal. Hey, was Sally it boy was again. Sal. He makes the podcast. Yeah, yeah that's Sal two weeks in a row. All right, look, this happens again. We're having Sal on. We're yeah. gonna have to have yeah. Sal on. Sal got he keeps coming up. He's like, <laughs> Sal got it's like a bad rash. It's a good choke because like. Um, it feels like just good control the yeah. way you set it up, and then yeah, so many people, the rev here included. Yeah, and no, I've got look, video to prove it. Yeah, so Kyle, this this is probably that that submission right there is probably the single most submission that that Kyle has caught me with in the years that we've been rolling. The sure. most um, uh, consistent, most consistently. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I can't get in on your limbs, mm-hmm. lower body's pretty much out. And then it's um, if I try to get the, the moments I have gotten back exposure off of you, um, uh, we end up in guard. You know, you end up trying to play guard and something like that. Now, I have but, tried like a Kimura from guard, but uh, I haven't had a lot of success. Those are with tough that. because you can invite the smush. Yeah. So if you're not careful, you can invite being smushed. And a lot of times too, you know, guys that you take up, it, it seems like that's a little tougher too on a bigger guy. 
Kimura uh, is, is 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 you typically looked on as a big guy move. Yeah. So the bigger guy usually wins that battle of a Kimura. So if you are trying to Kimura someone that's bigger than you, he usually wins that battle. Yeah, right? unless you got hella timing. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you you really cause an off balancing or uh, Kazushi um, to where you can really snatch up that Kimura. But it's like grip and go. I have like, hella bad timing. Hella that bad timing. Is that same so thing? that's a thing. <laughs> that is a that's thing. That's a thing. <laughs> but it usually works in my favor. <laughs> I'm learning. So that Kyle, let me thing. let me ask you. I mean, same question. I mean, what if you were to think back and and obviously you're actively teaching uh, you know, every day of the week just about it. So mm-hmm. you, you probably uh what would be your advice, or what would you say, not advice, but if you were going to go back and say, I wish I would have known this, or I wish I would have done this, um, so as I had, a white belt. I had some really good people in my corner. So, um, you know, people like Mark, the Rev, um, shout out to Jonathan Collins. Yeah, man. Um, Jonathan Collins was a big part of my foundation. Jonathan Collins is a second degree black belt now. Uh, I believe he got a second degree under Andre Galvao. Um, he he was one of another one of the other ones that encouraged me playing guard as a big guy. Um, it, it, stuff like that. So what I would do different um, is I would incorporate randomized learning. So explain that. So not just um, I'm going to show an armbar. So here's your armbar. I do the armbar, and then we perfect the armbar. So both are a body of work, right? Um, but um, one of them. So as as far as a body of work, they both scale kind of simultaneous simultaneously, and then but one of them you can develop other skills along with it. So if I say I'm going to perfect my armbar, but I incorporate, I'm going to sweep, pass, take up a solid top position control, whether it be mount or side control, whatever, and then I'm going to acquire my armbar from there. I'm also learning skills like sweeping, passing, and then getting to that dominant position. So piecing all that together. Yeah, and, and so... Now, you don't scale in one particular one as quickly, but you scale across the board over time um, more even. Does that make sense? So so my, maybe uh, instead of – so so I'm, let, me, let me break that down the way I heard that as a mm-hmm. white belt, is instead of just focusing on, hey, let's work on an arm bar, let's work on the sequence to get to an arm bar. It, it, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like let's work on – so let's say – uh, we start in full guard. Right. So I'm going to work a flower sweep, right? So I'm going to take away a post. I'm Which is really you. the way you teach. Yeah, absolutely. All the time. I mean, you, you guys, you will you will do a, uh, you will teach one thing, and then you'll say, okay, bring it back in, and now we're going to add a step, and then we're going to add a step. Yep. And then by the time you're done, you know, you've pieced together four or five steps. Yep. So, yep. which and- is... And, and and within the concept, right? So the concept is that I was on my back. Now I'm gonna take away a post. I'm gonna load you up. I'm gonna put you on your back. I'm gonna reverse reverse position, and then I'm gonna attack an upper body limb. So I'm gonna have an upper upper body attack. Um, you, you're you're learning more than one thing, and conceptually, like I'm going from a bad position to a more dominant position, right? So, um. 
you know, and within all of that, I can identify all the little details within. So if we want to back it up and say, okay, within the sweep, what do we need to clean up? So we clean up all the little details in w within the sweep. And then we get to the top position. Okay, well, I'm losing top <coughs> position because of A, B, and C. Okay, so we address that. And we, we address all the little details within the concept. So you compartmentalize and you have little boxes within the concept that you want to check. So whatever the concept is, uh, we take it. And then within all the little boxes, we start working out the, the details and the issues within, right? <clears throat> and a lot of times the way I do it, and especially when I especially when I got more than one black belt on the mat, um, we'll go around and individualize each position. So I'll say, okay, 240-pound Sal, who's 5'8", you are going to have to make this position, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is, work for you like this, right? right? right. Because it's not going to be the same as 6'1", you know, 150 pound, you know, you know, 18 year old, like right. they, it's just not going to work the same. So, Hey, Isaac, you know, 150 pound, you know, six, you know, one guy, uh, you, you can work it like this and like, this will be a much quicker route for you. This will be much more efficient. Um, whereas, you know, you know, like I said, five, eight, you know, 240 pound, uh, got a full-time job guy. Uh, we're going to try to get to it like this, and then we're going to work out the bugs as how. And it, either way, you're trying to clean up all those little details within the concept. The concept remains the same, pretty much. Uh, you could pretty much take everything and say, you know, this is the goal. This is the concept to reach the goal. And then these are all the little details within it that we need to clean up. But if you don't have – it's it's kind of the same idea of um, – like re reverse engineering something. So if I if my goal is to get to an armbar and I'm going to arm lock you uh, or essentially an upper body attack because the armbar can lead to several different things, um, we're going to start in that, make sure that you can finish that in the most efficient way possible, and then we'll back it up on how to get there. Sure, and then we'll take it a step, you know, step further on how to get to that position, and you know, just keep going. You know what I mean? So, some of these, uh, some of these questions were, were, I guess, put on our uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram pages. So, and, and you guys that are listening, uh, you know, please keep the questions and suggestions coming. Speaking of suggestions. Yeah, I have questions on the suggestion box. Whoa. So the suggestion box. Bro, the suggestion box. So we Boy. talked about the suggestion box um, <laughs> early in the maybe first or second episode. And I want to go on the maybe. record for all you haters. Um, <laughs> Look, that it was totally Jeff's idea. This suggestion <laughs> box was not my idea it was all, jeff's listen. idea he's gonna try to deny it now <laughs> it can, was you can jeff's say what you want idea, to but because all you gotta look, do is all go, of y'all saw him putting the suggestion box up well all saying. i gotta say is go back and listen to the first episode <laughs> and you will understand uh, this was not my idea it was my idea to uh build it so i did build it and yeah i did talk shit and jeff built an amazing um, wood shop level well <laughs> fuck it i don't know about that I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Though you said it. You said the word after it. That's the. That's I the said word. no word after it. it. 
It doesn't matter. You said it. It's number four. Yeah. And we is gave, that what you meant by the word? We gave you a pass yeah. on the other one, so that's number four. Um, you're still, hey, but bro. You're doing great. You're right doing now. Good. that's four in an hour and fifteen. All right, minutes. and look, listen. I Vegas, am a Vegas full wedding in Scotch. Yeah. No. I and look, now, no, listen. We're not complaining. No, I'm just saying. Explain. Vegas is losing Angels money on you. Envy. Um, it's Kentucky straight bourbon. So. Like, yeah, Amanda's on, looking. Guys. Amanda at six is looking. Looking. Amanda, looking good. thank you for your faith. So I, so thank I you. built this suggestion box. We mounted it on the wall, and immediately <laughs> it was filled with suggestions. There were now before they even actually went in the box. We want, they were full. Of yes, yes. Uh, we we were getting feedback <laughs> as I was literally screwing it in the wall. I had people telling me, "You're going to put it there." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's where it's going. Jeff, why are you doing that? Because Kyle said it was okay. Um, there was literally a point Jeff realized what was happening. He was like, "Hey, this wasn't my idea." <laughs> I literally had to like tell people, "Like, wait, don't, don't get mad at me. This is not my idea. It's totally Jeff's idea." So, I want to cover a few of the suggestions that uh, I okay. have. Yeah, for sure. I have a ton of questions. I've only skimmed through, but like I haven't read. I have really a any ton of, of questions. Okay. So I I I was able I feel like to break down the suggestions into like three different categories. Okay. Really? Yeah. Just it's, three? No. Jeff is Jeff is one of the three. Yes. <laughs> but specifically, I want to save that. I want to table that that for the last. Okay. Yeah, We're going to leave that for the last. Sure. Too easy. So one category uh was uh was like equipment improvements and things around the gym like people wanting an, another water fountain or an or ice maker ice maker you know <laughs> well ice makers are really expensive i mean and that's pointless and i'm not giving you all right look i love you all you're not getting a water fountain yeah. it's a dollar for a water bottle <laughs> and you know what is also cheap bring your own water well i think what they were saying is people the suggestion was that if you a a water cooler to refill if you've brought your own water bottle <laughs> what i would say <laughs> just bring a bigger water bottle or buy a bottle of water um, buy, it's a dollar what are you people spending on a dollar you I, can't even buy a pack of gum for a dollar okay so that was one category and it, it wasn't, you know, most of them were, were like water, ice, things like that. Okay. The the other category is, is was the second one, which was almost as funny as, as the third category. But the second category was was like the kids that, were, that think it's funny to write something down on paper like eat poop yes. and put it in the suggestion box. Right. Right. Well, so, did you see the one from my own son that said, uh, put pen in charge? And then it said, love pen. <laughs> put pen. Yes, put, I did. Put pen, but I did. Put my pen question in is what would and he happen? Said, did, at least he did say love pen. Love pen. But what would happen if pen was in charge? Uh, well, everybody would have to eat candy. That was another one. That was another one. That was another one. Give all the kids candy so they'll be all hyped up for class. Little McKinney. Um, Yeah, we're not cracking you all up before we give you like. Yeah. So it was like the kids. You know, one of them was we need to 
uh, was do more ghee. That was it. It was do. It was almost like the eat more chicken, but do more ghee. <laughs> do more. Do ghee. more no ghee. I'm sorry. Do, do more, do more no, no ghee. We split our time, people. Yeah, do more no ghee. I know. Okay, so those were the two. Those were two of the th- the three. I heard there was um, yeet every day. Yeah, yeet Mondays. Yeet. Yeet every Monday. Now, what defines as full on yeeting? It's a throw, bro. It, it, it's definitely is a it throw. though. Well, I don't know what it is. It's yeet. Fill me in. I almost wanted to cuss right now, but it's motherfucking yeet. It's it's you you just like I said I didn't. No, I know. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. That was close, right? Yeah, it was close. Yeah. I don't know what it is. How dare you? You're trying to give it a cuss. You're trying to give. What was the third one, Mark? So the third one, <laughs> he's distracted. Now. He's bad. This <laughs> is terrible. I'm trying to keep us on track here. Yeah. <laughs> so the third one, and this was the the one that you were involved with, yeah. and I was really confused. Was that a personal I, text? I don't know. Yes. No. I'll show you. <gasps> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you better. <laughs> so the third one, and I was really confused. Like, so I heard about the uh, the Jeff factor on the putting up the the box. <laughs> the Jeff, okay. Factor. See, that everybody thought it was that everybody thought it was oh. Jeff's idea, so they hated it immediately. <laughs> they all started. You know, everybody hey, legit. They hated on. Look, look. I love you all, but you hated on my man Jeff right away. All right, look. I don't care. Jeff basically is awesome. So if y'all haven't figured it out, like he's pretty awesome. So Jeff is awesome. He's and awesome. look, that that to me, if if you were to tell me that I, there was someone that that was good at making birdhouses, okay? Yeah, y'all show and, me. Yeah. And good at making birdhouses but and can then carry made, a conversation. And then made a suggestion box, I would say that's exactly what I would think it looked like. It it looks fantastic. It's plenty big enough to hold all. Obviously, it's, we're getting. It's a bit large. We're I'm not going to Yeah, lie. but we're getting a ton of suggestions. We are. So, Already, bro. So it was like it was three or four about like the gym with the water and the ice. It was three or four like kids yeeting. Being silly. Yeeting and putting pin in charge and all that. Apparently, yeet just means and like then, to throw. Like mm, or just to, Yeah, it's to throw. And then there was the third category, which was by far and large the most, the most yes. uh, suggestions in the suggestion box. Yes. And I have, phone. no, no, it was Jeff in r- unicorn spats yeah. for two weeks. Really? Yeah. Yeah, like spanks. Is that what? Is that what it spats. is? Well, spats. Oh, spats are like it's the full tight, full tights. Yeah, full length tights. I see. What happened? I think is somebody thought this would be guy, funny but. to put. You know, they thought, okay, we're gonna. What but, they but, don't know <laughs> is that it's pretty hard to embarrass me. Like I don't. That kind of stuff does not phase. So I mean, you're saying we can put you in the spats? Oh, I don't care. But why is it? It's, they're all unicorn spats. No, they. Yeah, just, what's the unicorn? What, well, what, what I am think, I missing? I think somebody, I feel like I'm. Uh, I feel like I came to a party late, and everybody's dressed up in like Roman garb, and so, I just showed up, and I was like, "What is happening?" Right because now? Because I think what happened is one individual 
uh, came up with this idea, and okay. then he, and then he <laughs> got he a, he, yeah. he I'm, I'm pretty he. sure I know who it is. He yeah, I think it's a he. Wow! Like thought he was like oh let's thought it's gonna be funny. Let's prank Jeff and let's let's get everybody to put these uh, suggestions in Boy, there. They hating on my man Hefe and. You know, Man. but Amanda even told him, Amanda's like, you guys don't understand. Like, he would do that, you know, all you got to do is ask him. Like, it's. Do you have unicorn skimmies on right no, now? No, but I don't have, I mean, I if, if, if I'll wear them, I don't care. I mean, I. Listen, Y'all aren't really winning, are you? But anyway, yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. But. Again, if you have suggestions and, and legitimate, I don't care. The funny ones are funny, but if you do have real suggestions, uh, Did we have any real ones other well, we, than well, Jeff and Spats? Well, there we, was about ten <laughs> with Jeff All and right. Spats. So for what two does weeks. it take? So I feel like we shouldn't just give them Jeff no. and Spats. No, no, no. no I no. feel like no. we should have some sort of a wager. Yeah, where they've got to give us something, something to get this. Give back. me something that Jeff ends up in Spats. And then we'll do it as a super fight. Like I'll do, like I'll get the whole school Heck involved, yeah. dude. I'll Let's do it as roll. a super fight. Like, but what is it going to be? So if y'all are going to put your suggestions out there, let's do. You know, Jeff has to, you know, fill in the blank, or we. Ha- I don't know. I don't know what it would be. Yeah, I'm, you're but- not getting that for free. <laughs> no, you, hey, boy, you put the brakes on that. <laughs> yeah, one. boy. Yeah. I mean that was I like was gonna lay that was like too. some Callahan brake pads oh. right there. <laughs> you nailed that one, Tommy boy. Tommy man. boy. Yeah. Oh, I'm staying under. I'm not. I'm not crossing over this four strike column. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 like we're almost like four and a quarter, but we're just gonna say four. Uh, yeah, four. It's four. Um. But anyway, yes, please. Oh, so let me tell you a funny thing about the suggestion box. So we came in tonight. And <laughs> this is good too. You know, yeah, I, I walked yeah, in is, and I thought I'm going to go. Ch- I actually put some suggestion cards out there, so I thought, okay, let's go check it and see. I opened it up. <laughs> there was a dollar bill <laughs> in the suggestion <laughs> box. So I'm thinking, sweet. I'm thinking somebody. Um, so they're either trying to bribe us for the spats, yes, or <laughs> they grabbed, or they grabbed a water. And didn't know where to stick their and dollar. And didn't know where to put their dollar and put it in the suggestion box. Oh, yeah. But listen, Maybe. feel free to keep I'm your dollars going. I'm glad y'all are coming. honest. Either way, I'm good with it. Yeah, keep like, your dollars going. It's yeah. still in there. Yo. Just like at the strip club. I mean, everything costs money, right? <laughs> Jeff and yes. Spats yes. is going to cost some money. Speaking of strip clubs. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of strip clubs. Just to switch gears a bit. Um, I feel like we should lean into strip clubs. I think the Dalai Lama's ever been to a strip club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, overseas, they uh-huh. have them with... Ooh, almost cussed again. They apparently have them with... Uh, it's not even funny now because almost cussed. But I believe that he did in his past, maybe. But I believe that maybe they were filled with 12-year-old boys. Man, I really... Oh, Unfortunately. Well, I really, like... Tried hard to segue into. Did that. any of you like look at like? Did you? <laughs> are we are we derailing here? No, no, we're doing what we're supposed to do. This is exactly um, what we're supposed to do. Did, did any of y'all like take in the Dalai Lama as like that's my guy? No, no, and, no. and I'm just asking. 
But apparently, he's super comfortable with saying inappropriate stuff to little little children. Okay, so now that small. we've busted that can wide open, so here's the thing: this past week, so so that this ahead, this Mark. whole situation with this, right? How y'all want to frame when this, I bro? when I y'all first are both trying to reach it. to frame it correctly. No, but no, 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 no. Man is asking. No, 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 no. I'm not. Young here's, boys. Here's how I'm framing it. It's weird as crap, man. No matter how you frame it. What if somebody hasn't heard what we're talking about? Let's, yeah, let's, let's do preface that. this a yeah, little bit. for sure. Because you might not know. So the Dalai Lama was basically in, there was a press conference. There were videos. A young boy Another came forward, out. wanted to give him a hug. And in the, I guess his language, um, was overheard this whole everybody's heard this quote suck my tongue comment right mm-hmm. and a lot of people were upset mm-hmm. and and it wasn't just the comment though the yeah. joker stuck his tongue out toward sure. the little kid yeah like, and, uh, and immediately there. the you know, you know exactly what what i just did if you heard uh, that's what he did. Okay, you don't have to see it. He did. Uh, he did that. Sure. Well, what, immediately what, uh, what, the what did what did uh, he know what I was gonna do? <laughs> one more time. No. You dirty. So basically, Light. immediately the Tibetan uh, leadership council or whatever came forward and said that you know that it was a misunderstanding. It was misinterpreted. Um, that he was, it was an innocent, <clears throat> playful action. Um, they go on to say, and and I'm going to quote here because I don't want to mess this up. Yeah, and, for and sure. If anybody sure. understands what this means, but quote, and he speaks it in third person, correct? His Some well, of, yeah. this is now. This is a uh, I can't pronounce the name. Pinpa. Tizring is a head of the Tibetan government in exile, defended the, spir- uh, the spiritual leader by saying, quote, His holiness has always lived in sanctity, following the life of a Buddhist monk, including celibacy. His years of spiritual practice have gone beyond sensorial pleasures. His holiness is now being labeled with all kinds of names. Well, Except for having little kids suck his tongue. Well, then he goes on to say um, that... I might use one of my F words here in a minute. Well, okay, but but I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here, okay? Amanda, I'm going to keep it under six. Um, so they go on to say that the literal translation of what he said was a Tibetan phrase called chelasa, okay? Mm-hmm. That Chelasa literally translated means eat my tongue. Okay. Now, hold on. Just, yeah, wait. It gets you got, worse. You got to hear this. Cause I, was we're, gonna, I was going to give it some just, like devil's advocate. No, no, no. no just wait. But we're, we're, you got to understand. So, so we're interpreting this, and, I, and I'm not trying to give the guy an out. I'm just saying that we're. I'm willing to be objective. That we're, we're interpreting this with our American culture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, so here's, here's what it says. It says, in Tibetan culture, it is common 
to see old grandparents not only give a pop kiss to small children, but also give a small piece of candy or food to the child from their own mouths. This may not be the norm for your culture, but this is commonly done in Tibetan culture. As an elderly gives pop candy, there is nothing left in their mouth, nothing left to give, and they will say the phrase, okay, now eat my tongue, not suck my tongue, as the holiness misspoke during his less proficient English. The Tibetan phrase is chela sa. They say this as in a way of saying, I've given you all of my love, all of my candy, there's nothing left but to eat my tongue. And it's a playful thing that children know this is not really done um, in the capital of Tibet so much, but is more commonly in the Amdo region. Uh, However, it's definitely a Tibetan custom. Um, So, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe we misunderstand their culture, and it and it was playful. I don't know. Um, certainly, yeah. But in some cultures, <laughs> they uh, also encourage their for them to take their semen. You know, there yes. there's some cultures. Some cultures, that, it, it's it's appropriate to have relationships with with kids that are under eighteen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So you can keep going with that forever like that's not a good <laughs> well I, I i certainly don't think it was i i know you don't i mean and it, it, and it, you know and i conflated i've been guilty of conflating like uh gandhi um uh, i actually i i misspoke uh recently about this where um i conflated uh the dalai lama with gandhi on which one uh slept with young girls uh, not slept in a sexual. Yeah, not in that. Like in the same action. bed. Slept in the same bed to like, you know, like uh, prove their purity or something that they wouldn't, you know, do anything or whatever. But dude, if you think it's okay to have young children exploited this way, like, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, it's uh, that's tough. That's that's. I'm trying to be objective on it and all that, but most of it makes me want to use the rest of my f bombs up in the in, in this podcast. And you know, well, I, I just you know maybe yeah. maybe it's a and I I again I you know don't want to offend anybody, but then again I don't really care. But this whole well, thing about you know I, I I don't like the fact they call him you know his holiness. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a human just like you and me. Yeah. I mean, and know, and that so so for me that's that's one. It's weird. Okay, it's just weird. Um, and and it's okay. Look, cultures cultures can be weird to me sure. because they're not my culture. So I can you know I don't think eating some things other cultures eat. I think it's weird. I, right. I, I you know some it's acceptable to eat certain things in certain cultures. For me, no, that's weird. I want real food, and to me, real food is things that I grew up eating. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's real food. Yeah. Am I missing out? Maybe. I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay missing out. But to me, it's the excuse that they get, the reasoning that they give, which sounds like an excuse of his holiness hasn't ever known anything bad, so he can't mean anything bad by it. That's yeah. bullcrap to yeah. me because it it is it's human nature 
to to have a level of negative in you okay mm-hmm. it's everyone has a level of negative some some things that aren't great in them at their core we all do we've all got things we can work on we all have things that, that we could do better that that we should do less of or should do more of re, depending on which way you go and what it is that you're talking about and for it's like it's impossible for this guy to sin because he's he's this good. He's this his holiness and that that's that's bullcrap to me. Sure. You know, you he is not so high and mighty and holy that he couldn't sin. So when when I take that my that philosophy, which is, you know, obviously a Judeo-Christian belief that yeah. man is, you know, created in, you know, is born into sin, shaping in iniquity to, you know, go full King James version uh, of the Bible on you. Get it rev. You know, if if you are if you are you taking that belief you know that, that that's how we were, we were made and we had a need for a savior and a need for someone to to rescue us from our sins that that would help us overcome our sin and it's it's a constant thing you know the apostle paul again to go full bible on everybody said that he had to die daily he had to repent daily for the things that he did wrong so no one's perfect basically and and the apostle paul is someone that you know christians can very easily set on a pedestal as being great he wrote most of the new testament you know, and if there was anybody that, that would have things figured out, you'd say Apostle Paul had things figured out. But even he said, no, look, guys, I screw up all the time, you know, and, and I've got to ask forgiveness for things I do all the time. I've got to keep my attitude in check all the time. You know, Timothy does dumb stuff that really ticks me off. And I've got to I've got to keep all that in check. Not in those that that's new Mark translation. He also said I do the things I don't want to do, and that, I, I don't right. do the things I want to do. That's right, and and it's it's my nature. Uh, but he, he he said you know, but grace abounds, right? And, and that that we have grace, and we have a way, uh, you know, a way to get out of sin, uh, the sin that we we commit, and we you know, as long as we're not doing it willfully, sin, we're not just willfully going out and trying to just hurt and damage everything mm-hmm. um that there's there's an escape for it. and that's that's pretty standard christian beliefs western world beliefs so it, it goes against all those beliefs for him to say for them to say this guy is so holy that he couldn't even do something if he wanted to right and that's what basically that statement says yeah. that he's so holy even if he wanted to do something inappropriate to this kid he couldn't do it because he just doesn't even know he's so that's bullcrap that's baloney yeah. that's that's baloney well this gets into the realm of absolute power corrupts mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely right? and he's like, looked at as a as a as a yeah, yeah. A saint this as is the same God, as, as like a, uh old southern preachers or whatnot that uh, tend to uh, fiddle <laughs> and molest and whatnot, or even I, I shouldn't even brand all the southern <laughs> guys. Yeah, no. But um, you know, even your uh, Catholic priests and stuff like that that blame their victims for their acts, where it was such a fill in the blank that I had to. But you know, uh, I'm, I'm this or I'm that, and I'm right. I'm, yeah, yeah. It's a so you know when I when I take the cultural the cultural differences, I get it. I, I I get there may be some phrases. Sure, there are some phrases that that if you literally translated to to 
you know, R's into another language that there is a language barrier and there are some phrases that might sound weird. For sure. There's some things that, that would sound off and, and odd. Like, I'm all for context. If you absolutely, if the language barrier was like you meant one thing, but it sounded like another to us. I mean, it. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. it's weird to me. And then the response to it is what made it even, even more, more weird. Yeah, for sure. Because then it then then okay, now you're telling me not you could have stopped with the explanation of the language, right? You could have stopped there with the exp, with the with the reason. But it's then like, they go, yeah. But then you got to take it even further and mm-hmm. say, well, plus on top of that, uh, his holiness, his holiness is would never, so would hasn't has been so spiritually minded for his entire life that just he would offer never, up all the children. He would never he could set him in a room full of you know and that's where they're going with it is like they it's accept would be acceptable to set him in this whatever situation was uh so i just i don't i don't buy it i it's not something the 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 explanation to me is wrong right it's just wrong speaking of explanations Mm -hmm. and and backtracking a little bit so you know we talked about the bud light thing last week right yes and, and you know the why and why would they do it? Well, a lot's came out since then. Sure, um, you know they went radio silent for over a week on all social media. Well, I think Dare they're down. Say, uh, yeah. What? Five billion billion dollars in market dollar, share, like billion six, dollars bi- with a B. six billion dollars in market share. All right. That's not Billion. taking a little hit to be able to get it back. No, uh, later, guys. No, that's no. well. And so the explanation, Billion. if you Billion. if you were to fully buy in and and say, okay, I'm going to buy whatever you're selling. Sell me something, Mister Budweiser, Mister Anheuser Busch. So the explanation was the decision to go that route with marketing with the transgender was made at a very mid level marketing executive. Okay, that they made it without uh, without it being brought to the senior executive, so the CEO didn't know anything about it. That's what they said. Is what and that, well, look, I'm saying this, frame it, this is this is if you were to buy everything that they sold, this is the ex- explanation they gave, yeah. and that they had never had the intention to alienate anyone, right? And that they they would do a better job going forward of making sure that all marketing. Uh, fed to basically their base, and that they that they didn't alienate their customers, and so it was a non apology apology kind of thing, right? Right, which is is pretty standard. It was maybe a little bit more than what normally you would get from a major company, but hey, six billion dollars lost will kind of take and you. What, what was to the time that. frame? It was a week, uh, basically a, a week. L- yeah, pretty much a week. No, yeah, was it a week? Yes, a week. Well, and and the whole thing about this uh, this that's, marketing that's more than a bunch of little southern redneck boys. Well, the marketing uh, this uh, what was her name? Um, uh, Alyssa uh, Heiner Shred, something like that. Uh, is basically this woke. Wait a minute, what are y'all doing? I'm just wondering. I'm doing. Are this we? Is, this is Scott talking. 
We got to stay on track here, boys. We are. We are. Keep going. Okay. Cam's a little lit. Don't don't, don't, don't get. I, I was, Cam is I was not lit. All in. Fa- yeah, yeah, Cam is Cam is drunk. Strawberry grape body armor is what Cam is drunk. That's what I, I like so Kool-Aid. this VP of marketing, uh, this Alyssa Gordon Cool. I don't know if I'm saying this right. Uh, you're not. Hein- Heinerscheid? Heinerscheid. Heinerscheid. I, I, I'm I'm not, I don't even know what wrong. you're looking at, bro. She was hired to overhaul Bud Light's. Oh, that's the VP of marketing. And supposedly that's the, the one that. Yeah, that, that pulled the trigger. That So that that's their mid-level executive is the VP of marketing. Is <laughs> the one that pulled. That's your and, mid-level executive. And basically executive. she said she wanted to. I don't know about to, most companies. But so VP it's of somebody's like cousin that got hired. Well, she, no, wanted, she said she wanted, she, to, she, yeah. she wanted to pull Bud Light you know, away from the fratty um, you know, image. You know, that. You know, she wanted to basically uh, bring Bud Light to you know the rest of America, which I don't understand. <laughs> the this point because zero zero yeah, the point zero four percent. Yeah, point four. And and listen, you're dumb is what you are. Well, it's just this woke <laughs> ideology of you know let's let's be different, let's appeal to the to the minor mm-hmm. group of people. The loud. Um, and and just like you said, this this. Less than one percent is is the one screaming the loudest. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, that didn't work. No, it didn't. That didn't work. Well, why so didn't I, it work? Lady? So look, I happen to be scrolling through Twitter. Bud Light ain't great. Maybe you know what would, what what would be a hoot is if you made Bud Light taste better. <laughs> like, how about let's 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 start with that. Let's make Bud Light taste like freaking. Well, I think anything it's a, other than Bud Light. But I think it's a Bud perfect, Light sucks. I think it's a good example of listening to this whole shit. you know, woke politics of you know the the, the reality is is that it does not represent no, the majority no. of America. It's the delusion, man. It's delusional. I guess. Oh. You know that if if you know if we're going to catch the younger crowd, then we got to be progressive in our thoughts. You know, we and and that's not always the case. No, and no, the majority. For and sure. then what percentage of the of the younger crowd are you actually doing? I mean, just go to uh, club owners and bar owners. But the reality so is, them is that what they're what they're so catering to. That Kyle is is actually where I think all this market share stuff it, it, we're talking about. One, they hit. They took the hit publicly. Right, and and everybody started talking about it, and it was all on social media. So then it makes investors leery because these are publicly traded companies. Right. So then investors are like, they don't like change. Investors mm. don't like they ins- like instability. They like consistency yeah. and stability. They don't like change and right. weirdness. Weirdness Hell makes no. investors nervous. Right. Hell yeah. You well, I, and I'm not saying this that that idea wouldn't work with some companies, but I think with a company like Bud Light. I think that they yeah. are. That is a that is a major lack of awareness. It's yeah, a huge that's lack of arrogance. Awareness. That's um, that's uh, that's that's ignorance. That's yeah. You so, know, that's America's beer. You know, that's <laughs> no, dude. That's, nas- that's what I'm saying. That's NASCAR is like their biggest right. Or uh, uh, maybe not now, but you know, Budweiser, Bud Light. Now, like, and, and and I understand the idea of what are we you doing? Know, who cares? I mean, right? Uh, who cares what it says on the can? If you like, if you like it, drink it. If you don't, don't. I get it. Uh, but for a lot of people, well, uh, and, and to that point, like a lot of them have done a pride, uh, you know, uh, campaign. Yeah. No, absolutely. And they've, they've put like yeah, the rainbow sure. on there, you know, and all this and that. But well, then that- when you go so far as to like you're gonna push, 
I don't want to sound super offensive. But no, you know right, what I mean. Mark you want to push like a super dude that's a chick that's not a chick that's a dude. It's a dude that they call listen, a tranny. But we talked about this before the show. But tranny's offensive. But you're you're tranny. But let's be honest. But at the same beer. time, we talked about this if before the show. Guy. If we were to really take the time, which I don't have the time to do, nope. and I'm break an down every single company that we support with our money, every every company that you buy from, whether Oof. it be Levi's Oof. or yeah, yeah. Coca-Cola or and whatever. sub-company beneath them. Yes, and you go looking at every single thing. It's exhausting, yeah. and you don't have time to do that, yeah. right? So... But in a situation like this, Bud Light made this big announcement and comes out and kind of shoves it in everybody's face, and all of a sudden it's it's too far. Eh. It's too far. Like what do you? I don't know how I feel about Come it. Come on, I, man. I don't agree with it. Like, but at the same time, it's like okay, if we're gonna, and I'm not defending Bud Light. I'm just saying that if we're going to, if you if you're going to, you can't on one hand say I don't like this whole idea of cancel culture. You know, I, I but then, but then you go out and you cancel when you don't agree with something. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, if, yeah, if you got to yeah. be consistent. You can't pick and choose. That's yeah, right. Yeah, you got to yeah. be consistent. I disagree. Yeah, let's hear. I, it. I disagree. Let's hear it. I, I, I don't. I, I do think you can pick and choose, and and it's not everything though. I, I you can't throw that cancel culture across the board everything, but I think what you have to have are guardrails, freaking guardrails. So that when someone goes off and over the guardrails, that they they get there's a punish. They they go off the edge, bro. You know, and something like this is going off. It's somebody going off the far. edge. Yeah, you went too far. I you know, I, I you, you can drive anywhere you want on the road. You can ride off the road well, a little bit. Yeah, but understand that if you go way over into the left or way over into the right, I'll go either way. Uh, you know, I, I think that that both sides have the the equal amount of of idiots on both sides of it if you go both that that far either way you deserve to get canceled okay so it, that's you know the proud boys on the right with all their you know right you know neo-nazi super yeah. bright white crap that they try to put out there you know which is is racist if you go racist you need to be canceled you know, if you go super the other way where you try to push, uh, you know, transgender agendas to children and yeah, you start putting drag queens and, and in elementary schools, bro, it's yeah. too far. Yeah. You're going too far. So I, I think I feel like the cancel culture uh, across the board to blanket it is wrong. I think I, th- I don't think across the board everyone needs to be, be well, canceled. I think the initial. I think everyone needs. I think there's there's needs to be room for second chances. Yeah. I, I think there needs to be room for youthful ignorance and idiots mm. because kids need to be able to make mistakes and come back from it. Okay, I believe I believe in a lot of that stuff, a lot of leeway, but I think when it comes starts to come to companies and adults and and people that are that are established, there needs to be some guardrails that where if they go over that rail, they get canceled. Mm-hmm. They we don't buy from them anymore. We don't talk about them any, anymore. We don't support them anymore. You know, you you do it with your own family, right? If you have a family member that went goes way too far, we don't talk about Uncle Joe no more. Uncle Joe did bad things. Mm-hmm. So we don't talk about him no more. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't go over his house anymore. We we don't we don't we don't deal with him anymore because he took it too far. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if if no, Uncle Joe just so happened to get get too drunk at a holiday party, 
you know, and said some stupid crap. Okay, you know, we give Uncle Joe, we talk to Uncle Joe about it. And we tell him, hey, you know, Uncle Joe, you can't do, you can't do that. You can't do that around the kids, bro. You, you can't, you can't do, you can't act like that, right? And, and so you don't cancel Uncle Joe over anything. But Uncle Joe goes too far. Dang right, you cancel Uncle Joe. Dang right, right you don't go over to Uncle Joe's house anymore. Right. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. I do, and I and I understand that. I get it. I just, I don't know. I. Everybody just gets up in arms about, you know, and I, I don't, I, I don't like it. I think it's, I think it's dumb. I think that, but yeah. like, you know, definitely, I think it was screwed dumb. up. I think it was dumb. I and think the I whole think thing was dumb. Well, and I think it's absolute. If, if I think you're an absolute fool if you believe that the upper executives didn't know uh, that this was taking place. I mean, there's, <laughs> I think they're going. No, they got sold. Well, they're going to get sold on this. Well, they, somebody somebody, somebody sold yeah. them. They yeah. knew about it, and when it backfired, they're letting they're going to let this mid level manager take the sword. Absolutely, Hell yeah, that's yeah. what Absolutely. that's what comes with trying to sell somebody. And they're going to say, "Oh, if it did, screws up." We it didn't know about it. Yeah. Right. No, a hundred percent. They 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 knew about it. They made the decision. Now, <laughs> something I, that I wanted to talk about, I actually just saw today, which is hilarious. So apparently, in Canada, there's a teacher that is saying that he is transgender he wears these huge prosthetic like triple h's uh you know oh, boots. I think I've seen this. uh right he dresses like full makeup but he's got a beard um he's a teacher okay and he's transgender and he's causing quite the stir on social media lately so initial reaction is like bro come on right that was the initial reaction but and I'm not saying I agree because I don't agree t- totally with this. Do I think it's a little funny? Yes, I do. But I don't agree oh, totally. Yeah, they're hilarious. So, drag queens. No, 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 not that. Not even that. Not even that. They, drag queens are funny. Ru- look, this is we grew up with RuPaul, right? Yeah. RuPaul yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. No, but well, what was the movie with uh, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson and oh yeah, look, and they were all drag queens. Mrs. Doubtfire. I mean, Mrs. Look, Doubtfire. She, God, look, I know movie? it was a costume, but he was dressing up as a woman. Tyler Perry's hilarious as Medea. Okay, so th- I think there is room for some of this in society. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence <laughs> is hilarious in anything. So, but this guy, this is where what I want to get at. This guy, this teacher, apparently you will. You guys are going to love this. I, I'm trying to just, just. I'm trying to to hold you guys just, just so much. <laughs> like a year and a half ago, this teacher was getting disciplined for toxic masculinity, and was like borderline going to get fired from his job teaching because of his beliefs on to- on on mask, just true masculinity but was being branded as toxic masculinity. So what he has done is the ultimate troll job, and he doesn't believe he's transgendered at all. But he's doing this to just because the school can't do anything about it. Just to, to highlight it? Just to highlight the hypocrisy. And that at some point here really soon, he's going to come back out and say, see, you guys didn't cancel, couldn't cancel me for my beliefs because I was said I was transgender, but all I was trying to say was men need to act like men, and you you threatened to fire me. So no, I don't wow. agree with it. If this dude bold, went as far as to get pros- prosthetic, 
No, he has them. He doesn't wear them all the time. So this is where it's all kind of coming He's out. He's just proving a point. He's just trying to prove a point. Mm-hmm. It's This is where it's came out. There's been some people that have thought that they saw this guy out in public just dressed nor- as a normal man. Yeah. <laughs> And but he he you know anytime he goes out in public he wears a mask now you know and but with COVID that's it's not really looked at as weird mm-hmm. you know that you wear a mask so he's wearing a mask now anytime he goes out in public and he's does he believe he he needs to wear a mask no probably not you know he's he's just doing it to kind of disguise himself so he can go anytime he's not at school though he doesn't dress like a woman he doesn't do wow. it he went to the furthest extreme that you could go with like prosthetic double H's you know and. Just outlandish, outlandish, you know, makeup. Those are watermelons. Bro, look at the pictures of this guy. Big watermelons. Yeah, you got two, two, two midgets hanging off the front of him (laughs) in a fight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reading about him right now. Shout out to uh, to to Outcast, little Outcast lyric in the (laughs) back seat. So basically, what he's doing is saying, "You guys are." You guys are basically have a double standard, is what he's saying. Absolutely, yeah. And I think you get more you'll of you'll that. cancel you'll cancel me for being too masculine, but you won't cancel me for saying I'm trans. Yes. And isn't that the epitome of where we are as a society? It is a double standard. It really is. Is it the epitome? Well, yes. Yeah. Maybe. I don't. I mean, because all you got to do is fly under this banner of being woke, and that you are. Um, but is it not just subjective to like those people that entertain it? I mean, I could be wrong. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. Well, I think making the argument as it pertains to the liberal media, um, and this is where this. It's kind of the same thing, and I'm sure he that that guy has gotten inspiration from these guys, and we mentioned it. We mentioned it last week, uh, or last podcast rather. Uh, those guys that. The enter women's weightlifting competitions yeah, yeah. and say just for that those forty five minutes that they're in the competition that they identify as a woman so that they can enter as a woman and then just demolish yeah. all the women's records. They don't want to hold the women's records. No, they're just they're showing just doing you it for a point how ridiculous, ridiculous and asinine yeah. it is that that men could say this without anybody making them prove anything. You know, so do they hold the records? Yeah, they do. Is it? Is it right that men hold women's sporting records? No, it's not. But does something? Does it need to be highlighted? So maybe, th- maybe this guy, uh, this this teacher, maybe will make some people think a little differently about it. You know, and that's really look. Really, what I, what I would like to see for all this is is that shift away from the extremes. Yeah. Okay, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I, I am I am a, a a away from those far extreme on either end. Well, because where does it stop? It's yeah, it yeah. I mean you you see I mean where does it stop? I mean why, why I mean does it And that's the only problem. Do I walk in a bank and say, "Hey, I identify as a millionaire." Yeah. Where's my money? I mean, cuz you where, you can't play pretend forever <laughs> and that's where with you know nothing. Yeah, you know, with, that, that, you know I, and it, it, there's 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 dangerous aspects to it as well, you know, and and you started to see some of it with with some of the pedophilia that well guys well I identify as a teenager, well guys that identify as teenagers now, so are you allowed to say well in their mind they think they're a teenager? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I identify as a fifteen year old. Yes. So if I if I sleep with a fourteen year old, 
it's okay. It should. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not that it's okay. Yeah. But you understand what I'm saying? Should, but you shouldn't be. You know, you should be treated just like a 15. Exactly. And so, not a, but not a. Even though biologically man. you're a 35 year old. Yes. Well, not only that, but the the willingness to be able to like uh, shift at any moment. That yes, works for you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and that's like the guys in prison, right? That yeah. they get into the uh, women's prisons because they identify as a woman until they get in there, and then they. But if you try to have this conversation yeah. with them, and if you try to look at somebody and say, "Look, you were born a man." Yes, you were biologically born a man. Yes. I don't care what you want to call yourself. No. That the that the science says you were born a man. Yeah. No, and you then you're can't a bigot. Argue and, and look, I, yeah, you're, I feel, that's right. You're, I feel about as far from a bigot as what there is. I, I really do. I feel like I'm pretty balanced in what I believe. I feel like that I'm pretty inclusive, you know, uh, in, in my beliefs and and rights and what people are as people and and treating humans as humans and and I feel like I'm pretty balanced. So it, it it's it's makes it weird though when. You're just trying to take a balanced approach at something and and be logical, right? You feel like you're being logical, but then you're painted as being that far super. Just because you're not with me, now that makes you automatically way over here in that far extreme, and that's the problem. Yeah. That's well, that, you that's see, a with huge like problem with our society. They, they identify races and say, "Oh, there's another Trump supporter." Yeah, absolutely. Like, that might not be like no context at all. Yep, that's another sure. Trump. Well, that might not be. He may not. He well, may, I, he may I not think be at the, all. But and vice versa, you know. And what you said a minute ago about that's a that's a really dangerous but good analogy talking about the age thing. Mm -hmm. You know, if a what can stop a guy from saying, "Well, I identify as a fifteen-year-old girl." Well, in some logic, there's none. Right? Yeah, there's but nothing, I'm nothing saying, stopping them. Yeah, in some logic. Um, that's that's really dangerous. It's dangerous. It's it is really dangerous. dangerous, and that's what I'm saying. I just I feel like there needs to be that that we as a society we have to be careful a, a, about what we just green light rubber stamp approve. And and I think there has been such a in the last ten fifteen years there's been such a push. You know the pendulum has swung back the other way that where you you, you almost feel like you have to. Uh, you know, accept whatever anyone says because you don't want to offend anyone. You don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah, you don't it's want it's the concept of anything goes. Yeah, every, you know, all those feel, you know, all those blah blah blah. But you know, so that 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 has pushed everybody to to walk on eggshells so much that now some of these really what are when they when you boil them down, they're extreme ideas. Mm -hmm. And now those extreme ideas are ideas that make people normal people right in 2023 sitting in a room uncomfortable talking about sure mm -hmm. that's that's a problem yeah. guys yeah. you know well, you we shouldn't a... feel uncomfortable <laughs> having conversations and having debate wasn't well, this how even. like real fascists are born are, are, are born Yes. Because, like, I can't talk about this. Yeah, we're not even allowed to talk no, about it. because I'm going to be shunned and yeah. I'm going to be this well, and go that. go back 30, 40 years and just, I mean, and maybe not even that far, but look at look at your sitcoms. Look mm -hmm. at your, you know, things that were allowed on TV then that, that people, for the most part, laughed about. So I'll, I'll even take it a yeah. step further. This, we're, you know, colleges and universities – 
used to be the place of ultimate debate. Like you could come into a university and literally question anything because that's what it was there for, to learn, that everyone gets together. It is a culmination of ideas and thoughts from different backgrounds, diverse, diverse where, where they're from, what, what you thought, and, and everyone could come together and, and debate and, and talk about these ideas, and nothing was off the table, and you could have a philosophical debate about just about anything. Berkeley, uh, UCAL Berkeley was, was one of the chief ones, and, and you saw it through the, the 50s and 60s, you know, into the 70s where, you know, hippies and, you know, all this movement, the anti-government movement, the anti-war movement, where they would come in and have these big debates about war, which was at the time very anti, what, what most people would consider anti-American debates. Mm-hmm. But they were they were able to have them at this place because this place was a safe place for ideas and the 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 search for knowledge and understanding, right? So they could come to colleges and universities, and and, and you could you could have a debate about just about anything, and it was safe. It was a safe space for that debate. Right now, and somebody help me with the name of the guy that, that just did the. Uh, you know, he's done a series. He's he's been out everywhere. Uh, you know, asking the question, "What is a woman?" Was kicked off the campus of Berkeley. Oh yeah, I saw a thing. It was like a meme, but it was saying yeah. like, um, "What is woke?" And then it was asking somebody, "Well, define a woman." And they were like, "No." Yeah, they were like, "That's woke." Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, and he, was he it legit, Matt Walsh. I think it was Matt Walsh. It yeah, was. It sense. was Matt Walsh. And Matt Walsh, I think, if I understand his history. Just right. He was more liberal minded and and was like voted Democrat his whole life and just just came in and just really was just wanting to get engage in some conversation about what is, you know, defining what a woman was. What is a woman? Sure. And just asking that question got him kicked off of almost every college campus that he That's went to. Insane. It's insane. That's it doesn't insane. make any sense. And, and and the the violence that comes with it. You know, from from that that now woke it's society. Double, I'm telling you, man, it is a double standard for sure, all you know, day long. You know that the violence that comes comes against that that woke standard uh, of of living. You know, uh, if, if as soon as you say something negative about it. Like they're trying to smack your camera out of your hand. They're yes. trying to, you know, th- they're throwing and pouring drinks. Or they're on just you. trying to speak over you. you know, just the, scream the at you. Several of them trying to, yeah, to circle speak and over scream you. at yeah. you. Put your hand in front yeah, of your there's camera. No, there's no open conversation. There is yeah. none. No, no. And see, that's no. to me, that's a shame. No. It's a shame. I want, I want a diverse group of people around me so that I can have a as diverse group of opinions as possible because I trust in humankind's minds of ability to come up with what is right and what's wrong and by the leading and guiding of our creator for me and for me I pray and and I I read my Bible and I try to live off of the 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 what the the concepts that are in Scripture because it's not a black and white thing anymore. It's conceptual, just like our jujitsu. Mm-hmm. It's conceptual. 
it, it's it, you know there no there weren't TVs and cars and all those things and you know TikTok when when you know in Bible days, but the concepts are still the same that you treat people right, that you you give respect, that you you know you honor your father and mother, that you don't kill, you don't steal, you don't lie, you don't that that if you work you should you should work hard for somebody that that you're working for, you know just like you're doing it to to somebody that you care a lot about. All, all those things to me are conceptual sound principles, and that's what I kind of follow my life on. Sure. And things that fall outside of that, I want a diverse group of people around me so that I can find and look for the truth, the verifiable truth mm-hmm. of a matter and, and take into account feelings and take into account everything that you, you have to do to find mm-hmm. truth. Perception. Perception, yeah, yeah, feeling, yeah, all of it. You uh, take into all of it. Experiences. Yeah, yeah. Because my cultures, right, my experience, my cultures are different than everyone else's. For sure. You know, what makes me up? You know, I, I'm I'm basically a mutt, just like we all are. We're, you know, the, the, this, this idea. Yeah, this idea that, especially in America, it, you know, the, the the better term is melting pot is yeah, what we used, yeah, right? Yeah. America is the great melting pot. Well, People think, from all over the world came in, into America. But I think what makes you able to do that is the fact that you are grounded in who you are, that you know who you are. Sure. And that you are, and I and I do tie that back to your Christian core. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not afraid or ashamed to say that, but no. that is your you you are you do have you put your identity in something way bigger than yourself. No, absolutely. But and so because you have that confidence of who you are, you're able to listen to people around absolutely. you that have different opinions. Versus, I feel like you go to these college campuses. I hate to say it, but I feel like these kids are so. And I think that's where the term uh, to me the whole snowflake, these kids are so fragile, right? They're so sensitive. They're so, they, they, they're, they're just, they don't know where they stand. Absolutely. And so they, they're so defensive of anybody's opinion that's different because they, they can't handle it. Mm -hmm. They can't handle someone telling them something different than what they think is right. No, but, but see, and this is the, they don't have to be right though. Yeah, and see, this is this kind of comes back full circle into you know we talk about raising our kids, and, and letting our kids have those that not live up to that pressure of being right all the time, right? As parents, you can't you can't let your kid think that they are they have to be right every time. You have to give them room and space to grow, right. space to make mistakes, space to screw up and do something dumb. And then you're there for them to help pick up the pieces and, and to help, you know, guide them along, you know, so it, and not coddle them and give them a trophy, everything, well, if telling them how to do things was enough, then we wouldn't, we wouldn't run into it any of those problems no like we, we could just tell them and they would oh, do you're, it you're and that great would be it. you're yeah. you're awesome you're yeah, this yeah. you're that no some kids need to be told they're not good at something yeah this because sucks. the sooner that they yeah. are told that they're bad at something I, they'll find what they're good at yeah but if you let little johnny think that he's great at baseball and you spend five thousand dollars or more a year on travel baseball and on coaching lessons and on all this stuff and little johnny sucks at baseball and he's always sucked at baseball but he's always got a trophy and he always thought he's the winner and he's always thought he's the best that there was and everybody's always told him the best when he gets to high school 
and he finishes high school and because of your prominence in the community and, and your relationship with the coaches and with the boosters that little Johnny still gets to start in, in left field like he always has or gets to play his shortstop like he always has and, and he gets out of high school and then thinks well I'm going to be drafted next year and come you know major league draft or no colleges are coming you know he's got he's got a world of hurt but look little johnny might be the 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 next michael jordan on a basketball court let johnny fail at baseball let him try basketball Mm -hmm. you know he might be he might be the next gordon ryan at jujitsu let him suck at something and say hey hey guy hey buddy Maybe this sport isn't for you. It might not be for you. And might that's not be fine. For you. That's okay. And, and this is, you know, Paris. I, same conversation I had with Paris uh, at the the beginning of track season last year. Okay, Paris came home and said, "Dad, I want to be a sprinter." I said, "Oh, girl." <laughs> <sighs> you know, child. I said, "Okay, honey." I said, "Listen, I know you want to be a sprinter." She's like, I hate running long distance. I know you hate long, running long distance. She figured that out in cross country her sixth grade year. <laughs> she hates running long distance. Me too. Okay? Me too. But she yeah, so she gets, in, she gets into, she gets into she gets into track in spring of. I don't that like year. running warm up laps. Yeah, no. we don't really do those. Yeah, anymore. we don't do. I'm just saying. So we, she comes home. She's like, I want to be. A, I want to be a sprinter. As I was like, uh, Paris, you're not going to be a sprinter. This might not be for and you, and girl. she she went full you know hand on hip. <laughs> what are you talking about? I can be anything I want to be. That's what you've always said that we can be whatever we want. I said you're right, Paris. In life, you can be as successful as you want to be. It just depends on what you're trying to be successful at. I said so. Let me break this down for you. <laughs> okay. I said, give you some cold. You are you are very strong, right? And, and so we talked about her her ability to lift weights uh, and how much weight she lifted. Lord. She's lifting more now than probably what Uriah lifted when he was a you know in eighth. Yeah. Excuse me, in eighth grade. Oh, for sure. She yeah. she's she's strong. She's 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 sturdy. She's built solid. I said, look, Paris, could you go sprint? Yes. Are you probably going to finish last every time? Yes. Because the other little girls that sprint, they're little itty bitty, and they're really fast. Yeah. And you're neither of those two things. I said, but let me tell you something you could be good at that those little girls couldn't even do, and that's shot put and discus. Yeah, boy. I said, so let me show you what a shot put is. And I said this. I said, it's kind of like a weight, right? She said, yeah, I like weights. <laughs> so I said, here, feel this. And she's, it's kind of like a softball. I said, can't throw it like a softball. You'll jack up your shoulder and your elbow. Mm. Got to throw it like this. So showed her how to throw it. Yeah, I think I can do that. And she did it, and she was she was decent at it, as as decent as a sixth grader is at anything. Sure, right, right, <laughs> you yeah, know? right. Uh, you know, that, that's not a superstar. And then this year, she stuck with it, did it again, through for the second year, and was now starting to get into those third, fourth places. You know, in her second year, starting to get up there in, in the places. And I and and I, every now and then I'll circle back to that point that I made to her. I say, "Hey, Paris, you still think you're a sprinter?" 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know? No, Dad. No. I, she, she'll look at me. She'll roll her That's eyes. That's right, kid. She'll huff and puff. She'll like, right, But yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. No. no nothing. No. Wrong there's with not that. because I didn't. Uh, I didn't just destroy the kid. Right. Yeah. I didn't just yeah. tear her down. And oh, you'll never be a sprinter. You're you're too dumb to be. But a you're sprinter. right. Though. Dominic's not going to be a but, lineman. But no, like, that's right. <laughs> that's parents exactly right. today are so afraid to let their kids fail. Tell them no. Oh, let them fail. God. Hey, yeah. and so everybody's so great. So let's bring this back to part of the reason that we started this whole thing is jujitsu. Yeah. And I said this in the previous podcast is that you know to me it allows kids to understand failure in okay. a positive way that you're not going to win every time absolutely you're in fact you're probably going to get beat the majority of the time um, nobody goes 100 percent. hey and guess what it's okay you know you learn how to lose um you know penn soccer team this year they hadn't won a game and they probably won't um they they are horrible look there's some, to, there's some uh, little Carol but Rex, he's having know. a good time he's <laughs> having a blast out there let's, sorry, let's sorry. get it where it belongs sorry hey, he's having a ball but right? listen there there's some kids jeff on pin soccer team that don't ever need to play soccer again okay and they need True. to figure that out True. <laughs> that they suck at soccer <laughs> and then they need to come try jujitsu i agree <laughs> And great. do something different, right? Oh, or they need great. to try baseball, or they need to try track. There are we live in the land of opportunity. There's a million sports that they, kids can be good at. Sure, they, there will be one that they're yeah. good at. Go find what you're good at, because you know what? Being good at something's fun. That's sure. funner than losing and being bad. For right? sure, being bad at something and losing at something all the time sucks. It sucks. And, and then it makes you not ever want to do anything. So yes, let them lose. But then steer them and say, okay, what are we trying next, buddy? Yep. What are we going to try next? You know, what do you want to do? This is why I don't like kids that, that specialize in sports. This is why I never took my, you know, even though my kids were good in, in one thing, I never let them go year-round in football or year-round in, 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 in baseball. Well, and scouts don't like it either. No, no yeah, one does yeah, except parents like it either. Yeah. and travel ball coaches. Those are the <laughs> yeah. two people that like it. one's getting money and one's, one's getting, getting a bunch of money yeah. and one's living through through the lens of their kid <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and the success of, of seeing their kid out here with the biggest trophy. But – you know how many world champs are there, guys? I mean, seriously, how many? How many of those hundreds and hundreds of how thousands? Many world champion kids are there that anybody remembers? No, it, it's it, there's not. There's nobody none. remembers a kid. Not so. Let your kids fail. Let them try things that are hard. Let them do something and be okay. Be okay with your kids sucking at stuff. Yeah. Look, I know it might hurt your pride a little bit. I, I know as as a man, nobody likes to see their kid not good at something, right? You don't like to be that dad, yeah. right? That you're the, you you want to be the cool dad that that your kid is the quarterback and your kid's the pitcher and your kid's great, so that you can stand there and you can yeah, that's my boy right there. <laughs> but you know, and I've had those moments. Those moments are great. I've also had the moments where where you know Uriah in sixth grade wrestling caused a coach basically to have a mental breakdown on the side <laughs> of the mat because he kept locking hands, you know. And, and Coach Eric Quazo, who is a like three time state champ uh, in high school, was his first coaching gig out of college was was middle school wrestling at Mount Zion oh. and and 
trying to teach these little kids how to wrestle. And Uriah, Uriah locked hands. If he would have locked hands one more time, and, and in wrestling, uh, if you don't know, once you're on the ground, you're not allowed for your hands to touch, like a wrapped around somebody. You yeah. have to yeah. be around a leg or around an arm. So Uriah locked hands, so his hands touched around like the waist of, of this kid on the ground. And it's a penalty, and if you do it once, you get warned. If you do it again, you, second time, you get warned again. You do it a third time, you get one point. If you get, do it a fourth time, you get two points. If you do it a fifth time, you get two more points taken away. Jeez. And Uriah was on five or six of locked hands calls, like one more, and, and he would have been disqualified. And he, he was doing really badly. So I know what it's like to see watch your kids suck and watch the coach legit throw and obliterate a clipboard <laughs> on the side of the mat. The pin, his pin sticking up in the mat, you know, where he just yeeted to use the word of the day. He just yeeted his There's clipboard. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeet Mondays. Well. You know, he yeeted his clipboard and, and but he learned from it and, and it was hard and so let your kids do things that are hard. Be okay with your kids sucking at something and giving them a chance to work through it. Yeah. You know, but but if they're bad at it and they're never going to be good at it and they're not having fun with it, be okay saying, okay, we don't have to do this all the time. That's not, Let's and be honest, else. like that's not for us. Yeah, it's be honest. not for us. That's not for us. It's not for us. It's fine. We'll find what you're yeah. good at. Yeah. We'll find something yeah. that you like and you love. Much better find out, finding something that they love, for sure. For and sure. the same for jujitsu. There's some kids, you know, I think jujitsu would be good for every kid. It's good for every kid to learn. Oh, I think there's it a ton be in the of lessons. Systems. I do too, for sure. But there's some kids that are not going to be good competition jujitsu kids. Mm -hmm. So don't force them into that mold. Yeah. There's some adults that aren't going to be super good competition adults. Don't make everybody in your class a comp a comp person. Make them compete. Encourage them to compete. Everyone should compete. You learn a lot from competing. Mm -hmm. But being competing and being a competitor, a high-level competitor, are two totally different yeah. things. Oh, yeah. You know, know your role. Know your lane with it. Be afraid. Don't be afraid to step out of it a little bit. Let your kids step out of it a little bit, but be honest and real with them. Not everybody's going to be a world champ. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be a world champ. Absolutely. Absolutely. Stuff. Absolutely. Mic drop on that. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. Yeah. Look. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Jeff, for those questions, man. That was awesome. And I, and I know yeah. so you had, we had some help with them. We did. Yeah, we had some good feedback on that. And don't forget, you know, if you if you do have feedback or questions, uh, drop us a comment in, on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, help us grow our social media, guys. Um, yeah, we man. don't know what we're doing. We're we, just we're, kinda we don't. We're idiots. Rambling along here, having a <laughs> good time. I'd just like to say that was only... Bro, Four. you have done fantastic Four. tonight. Fantastic. Especially when you hit one like a minute and a half into yeah, it. I was so like, oh, I hit two like within yeah, two within ten minutes. Where quick. I was like, oh, real bro, quick. we're 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 going down the mountain today. So, Amanda, I think she won. Today. Amanda definitely won. Amanda she won. won. Baby, she was, Mama Camp was she good. Was, uh, was with good. six, and, and she definitely definitely won. So don't forget the suggestion box, Amanda. So um, you know what Amanda gets. Box. She gets Jeff in unicorn spats. <laughs> yes. Dang. Is that what it gets? <laughs> yes. In hey. your skimmies, my boy. I'm going to find them. I'm going to find them. And then yeah. you get to roll me. Yeah. <laughs> unicorn spats. Yeah. Unicorn. I, oh, oh, hey, side there. note. I got to roll with Cody. 
Cody Heller. Oh, yes. All right, so if y'all don't know. Speaking of uniform, Cody Heller. All right, so if y'all were on the viral post from Douglas City Police Department. Oh, God, that was um, great. uh, Cody simply posted a, or they posted a picture of him just, you know. Standing there with his helmet. Just standing there in his helmet. With his uniform. his little. Motorcycle cop. His wee little boots and everything. (laughs) With his his knee-eyed motorcycle His his sleeve tattoos. His his beard. His (laughs) good-looking jaw. That's in, in his late twenties, right? Oh, Cody late twenties. Yeah. Well, yeah. he had every mom, oh. every divorcee, like thousands so, of. Dude, comments. it was ridiculous. It I went pimped, viral. I pimped the crap out of it for at least, yeah, like a few hundred. Yeah, we uh, we posted. Yes, yes, and uh, I just found unicorn spats. <laughs> but yeah, we I got, got we got to figure out what what. The people have to do to get you there. We're not just giving those away. Yeah, we I'm not. I'm not. Well. Look, Jeff. If I'm, if we're going to pimp you out, we're going to do it right. We're yes. not going to give you away for free. Okay, we're going to make somebody pay for you. Yes. Not only that, but you got to at least compete. I'm them. worth it. Yeah, you are. You have value, Jeff. <laughs> you have for worth. Sure. You are. You have worth. So Cody Heller, full Cody Heller. Dude, had f- Cody went full skimmies today, and if y'all don't know, which you wouldn't. But Cody was like one of my uh, main training partners, and Cody was notorious for like dropping down to his, his basically his Under Armour, his Under Armour briefs or his uh, his uh, Bud Light (laughs) boxers and all that kind of stuff, and uh, especially for my matches. So when when I when I would have a match and a super fight, he would drop down to his skimmies and help me flow roll to get warmed up. And yeah, there's been a main... few times that that I've walked into to locker rooms, and look, man, this uh, and, is what and, we do. And there's Cody, Kyle in a rash guard and shorts or a t-shirt. A lot of times, he Kyle loves sleeveless sleeveless t-shirts, oh. like warming up. And there's Cody. You know, not Cody doesn't bring a rash guard and shorts with him. I know he has my favorite rash guard. Yes, his <laughs> no rash guard. His, his, <laughs> that rug that he's got draped across his chest. It's my favorite. <laughs> Yeah. So keep waiting uh, for a squirrel to jump out of come, there. Yeah, bro. Came in and there's Cody in basically his underwear, warming collar. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but are they? Are, yeah. are they? They kind of are. They kind of not. Kinda they're not. like they're very Valo Valley Tudo. Very Valley Tudo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very Valley Tudo esque. But Cody is a black belt. He got a year. He got his black belt a year before me and Mark, and then he. Um, uh, he's big enough to where I can't really cheat anything, but he's small enough to be super technical. So he gives me the best look I can get. Like Mark gives me like the really, you know, the bigger end of my ultra heavyweight division, which I need as well. But Cody gives me the other end where he's like, you know, big enough to where I can't muscle nothing, but he's technical enough to where I have to be on point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Cody, uh, Cody today, Dropped down to his skimmies, and for the first time in probably years, he got after it. He got after it hard today. So, shout out to Cody Heller, one of our black belts, and uh, yeah, listener of the podcast too, friend friend of the family, friend of him, yeah, friend of the family. He definitely uh, shout out to you, buddy. Definitely, definitely friend of the family. So, all right. Okay, folks, that's it for today's show. 
Thank you for tuning in to Cam and the Rev, and then there's Jeff. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and hit that share button. And until next time, take care.